The Crash and Mars Podcast. Oh, I jumped the gun there. Jump the gun. You do. See how hard it is? You always get mad at me for uh, my It's Friday. Damn. <laughs> damn. That's I, how hard it is. Maybe because I, but I jumped the gun. You you never jumped the gun. You no. already heard the audio running. Is it I'm too late? Yeah. 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 No, you jumped I, the gun. I jumped the gun because I'm so excited it's Friday. <laughs> I am freaking pumped. <laughs> I'm excited it's Friday, too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, By the way, we played Nickelback, How You Remind Me. Yeah, yeah. Great song. Fantastic so, song. So while that was running, I was like, oh, yeah, remember we had it in the news. Nickelback is yeah. coming to town. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tickets are on sale. Oh, yeah. That I just today or? I Well, right now, I'm, oh, on, okay, I'm on the okay. site. All right, all right. I think it's this morning, yeah, so yeah, today. Yeah, I think so, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Well, it's that stupid dynamic pricing. So, like, if you're up right now and you're like, you know what, I really want to go to Nickelback on Saturday, June the 24th. Okay, so section 104, row 2, um, 3.55 a ticket. Starting. Holy. And that'll probably only go up. And then, like, uh, section 120, row 2, 5.54. Woo, like, man. Section Damn. 102, row two, four nine, like five, $500 a ticket for Nick Nickelback. The price? I mean, I love Nickelback. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, what is happening? But I guess the demand, like the the excitement around Nickelback is is causing the price to go up. That's a damn dynamic pricing. And like, there's a, like, it's sold out. Yeah. That's it, insane. It's 604. Wow. It might almost be cheaper just to get the Juno tickets because they will be doing a performance there. That's yeah, true. But then you don't, the you don't get the whole show. Yeah. yeah, you don't get the full experience. And I doubt they're going to do pyro at the Juno. You got to like, <laughs> and then you got to put up with, you know, the Every, Junos. Yeah, yeah the Junos fair. in general. <laughs> Couldn't pay me enough to go to that. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been to the Junos? I've been to the Junos. No. I went once and actually I met Chad Kroger oh. at the Junos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a super nice guy. He had a lot of, um, this was before he was married to Avril. So he had a lot of, um, I think he had like three or four models on him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were very attractive ladies. Mm-hmm. Looked a little drunk. Yeah. Were they uh, local ladies or like traveling I'd, models? I don't know. They, I, it was, it could have been local or traveling. Oh, okay. I, right. I don't know, but. Yeah. I walked over and I was like, hi, Chad. Oh, God. <laughs> Wearing your radio station gear with a big lanyard. So stupid. Oh, no. He's like, get out of here. He was like, oh, hey. I'm like. Hey, I love, I love Nickelback. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's just like slathered in yeah. like hot models. Can you sign five CDs for our promotions <laughs> department? <laughs> we want to do a giveaway on the air. Yeah, what station? 97.3 K-Rock. K-Rock. When you yeah. we played Nickelback then? Probably not. Yeah. But you no, still get in. You still, I still got in. Oh, yeah. Still got those CDs for the promo team. Yep. You bet. Oh, yeah. Lanyard and all. Oh, God. It's not very glamorous, guys, honestly. You didn't get to sit beside him? No. No, no I. Uh, they ushered me out of that room pretty quick. Oh, Like, yeah. his people. They're like, who let her in? No, they were letting, like, everybody. Like, yeah. it was kind of like a, um, like a media... I yeah. don't know. It was like a media... Like, you know, uh, what's the word? Sorry, sorry. Like a meet and greet? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was like that, and then because I... You, get, you got tickets through the station to go to the show. Yes, yeah, and yeah, And plus, yeah. you get a chance to meet and greet. Yeah. Yeah. It should have been given to a listener, but it, well, staff no, take it. I, uh, no, yeah, you're right. We should have been given That's to a listener, but the staff took it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this building earlier on, it was all management that took the tickets and the meet and greet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, it was I mean, he was super nice, and like the other members were there. I don't really remember them though. It mm-hmm. was a long time ago. Yeah. But like, it, yeah, it was it was okay. I'd rather go see Nickelback in concert though oh, than yeah. the Junos. Yeah. 
and a meet and greet situation. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, <laughs> good luck getting tickets. And if you're going to get tickets, they are holy cow. So because they went on sale today, yeah. people must have what at midnight been on that. I guess. Yeah. Whenever whenever they went on sale, they're like the availability is none. Yeah. Unless bots are still able to buy them. I have no idea. And that idea. caused the ticket's price to skyrocket. Someone just shot us a text too and said, oh my God, I actually paid less for my Shania Twain tickets. Awesome. That's wow. good for you. Yeah, That's good, very cool. Good find, yeah. Hmm. Someone said the general sale is later this morning. Oh, so maybe that's why I can't pick a single... So that's what they're starting at before? People are buying? Oh, wow. Like, I can't even... I can't pick a section. It's all unavailable. Oh, then yeah. It probably opens up at, what, 10? Except for, like, seven seats. Uh, oh, like you can actually pick seven seats? I can pick three, three, two... A bank of five, and then a bank of four. Oh, do a bank of five. What's going right for that? Okay, section... Okay, two, three, four. Nope, can't get... I can get three. Sure. $1,500. Oh, man. <laughs> it looks like, yeah, maybe people are using special codes or mm. sale codes to get in, because I'm looking here on secondary sites. Yeah. yeah. You can get them as low as 96 bucks. Oh, okay, that's better. Well, $96 is better. Mars, put in your fan club password. Oh, right. Why didn't I do that? <laughs> Yeah, get it in there. Get those sweet, sweet deals. Oh, people were able to buy tickets a couple days ago if they had an American Express card. Awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Section 104, row 19, 350 total for two tickets. That's from Andrew. Okay. That's a decent price. Yeah, 350 for two tickets. I yeah. feel like that's pretty much a, go- a good going rate for concert yeah. tickets. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got a sweet deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I do want to say, too, uh, if you're uh, just heading out this morning, uh, I realized actually when I got to work, the roads are getting greasy. There's like a little yeah. freezing rain happening. I thought I was dealing with a low tire. <laughs> oh, did you? You were wondering why it was a well, little. Yeah, the, the whole drive in, I'm like, yeah, something's off. But it didn't feel like the roads should be icy. Right. Because we left our parkade and then I was just kind of I could feel like the ass end like like squishy kind of like you're on a boat and i'm like oh and then we got in the parking lot and yeah it's icy yeah so keep that in mind if you're heading out well did it rain last night because those those roads are wet like just a yeah light mist i think we got last night oh man just enough to freeze and with the weather that we're getting today uh the temperature is getting colder Oh, okay. So so she will be icy. All right. Well, watch out for that. And you guys know the deal. Like if you do see anything in traffic to pass it our way, but just, uh, yeah, yeah, if you're headed out, just uh, be careful. I must have been uh, so tired this morning too. A, I thought I was like on a boat going to work. Yeah. And I just went to the the can before we cracked the mic here. And that's the first time I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, whoa, what's the matter? God, you look well, great. Well, my hair was all wild. I saw oh. toothpaste in my beard. <laughs> I'm like, what, is, what happened? Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't even notice that this morning. I mean, I guess I really didn't look at your face, though. Oh. But yeah, you seemed you look good. Oh, yeah. I look disheveled. Oh, I looked terrible. <laughs> well, I look great. Yeah. If uh, just going to uh, put it out there this morning. Yeah. If you know, you, whatever. If you didn't look at our social last night, Crash Mars, all one word. Uh, Mars got a new do. I did. Yes. I decided to cut it. I cut it all. Well, not all. Well, like it's, it's short. <laughs> I guess I, it's not all gone. But yeah, I decided right at the very last minute. I was sitting in the stylist chair and I it was like down to the wire. Yeah. Danny, who is incredible, mm-hmm. was like, listen, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Yeah. You got 30 seconds. Uh-huh. I'm like, you pee that fast? He's like, wow. I do. I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay. He's like, I'm not going to wash my hands this yeah, time. Yeah, and I'm like, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't wash your hands. Yeah. And so I had to decide like super fast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Just do it. 
Because Mars yeah, has been going back and forth. If you've been listening to the show, yeah. Mars has been going back and forth for the last uh, couple weeks. Yes. Uh, on if she should uh, cut her hair and like a t- take a couple inches off. Yes. And she's like, yes. She's excited. And then a day later, she's like, good God, no. No, no. Can't Have you guys do ever it. done that, no. though? And then the next day, she's like, I'm so excited about cutting my hair. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're back on this. That's awesome. Yeah. And then a day later, she's like, oh my God, imagine if I cut my hair. <laughs> I spent like weeks like standing in the mirror, taking the ends of my long hair and like flipping it up. Mm-hmm. I like pinned it underneath and like walked around looked at myself in the mirror it's isn't it silly what we do mm-hmm. when we like it's just hair yeah like when you're going for well, a yeah, change but it can grow back and of course if it's too short get those uh clip-in extensions yeah if you feel the need to have long hair again yeah it, right? I, and which I, that in. I do have i do have hair extensions yeah hanging in my closet oh, it yeah. would scare it's, the hell out of anybody who ever went in there but Rami is the creepiest thing it ever. is a little there's creepy like, there's like a whole vat of hair just hanging off of hangers I'm <laughs> like what is this <laughs> it's called this being a woman yeah and it's That's like right. different shades from over the years when it Mars does. would uh, have yeah. a different uh, hair color I'm like what is this it's true <laughs> yeah it yeah. is true so you can see her new do on now TV as well yeah but it is funny though like just the mental gymnastics that you play with yourself when you're when you're going through, like when you're trying to decide on whether yeah. or not you want to cut your hair. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, this text here says, I get it, Mars. Exciting, but daunting. Also, it takes time to change if you're unhappy with the results. Well, that's just it, because if I, which I love it. So it's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't love it, yeah. like it's like a year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> to grow it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It'll, it'll take some time. I can't believe you. I can't believe you did it. Really? I can't. You're, you. you're surprised? <laughs> are you really? No, for real? Are you really? Um, After uh, yeah, all the chats that we had, I am kind of surprised. When you texted me, you're like, I'm doing it. I'm like, no, she's going to chicken out right before. Oh, you didn't think yeah. I was going to do it? And then it. like halfway through the haircut, she's like, I did it. I'm like, what? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, I love it. I think it looks Oh, yeah, well, it, yeah looks it, looks, it looks amazing. It looks yeah. awesome. Yeah. 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 It's good. I went a little darker, too. So mm-hmm. I, he didn't um, he didn't dye it, though. It was, uh, it was toned a little darker, mm-hmm. so... And then, of course, I had a few little pretty silvers on the top. No. no. <laughs> Got that all taken care of. Yeah, yeah. Now I look younger than Haley. We were trying to capture the moment last night. And uh, the video that we have is just uh, it's a, just a basic hallway video. I tried to film Mars on the street. Oh, my God. This was so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so and then it ended up with uh, Mars getting upset with me. Well, I didn't get upset. <laughs> I just got frustrated. Like, I, I don't know how... And this, like, it, it will continuously blow my mind. Some people are just so good on TikTok. Yeah. I'm like, Mars. Like, so this, natural. And I'm showing Mars uh, people on TikTok. I'm like, this is how, they, how, uh, how they're doing it. Yeah, like how they, and Mars they is slit like, their hair. I don't look anything like her. I'm like, we're not going for what she looks like. Yeah. We're going for what she's doing with the hair. And, I- and so, <laughs> so Mars would, like, walk at me, but, like, oddly, like, Tina Fey-esque stare uh, like, down I, the barrel of the camera. I like, literally look like looking. Tina Fey. I'm it's like, so bad. Stop looking at the camera. I'm like, walk by, like, casual, and, like, flick your hair. I'm like, and then I'll... I'll put some effects on it it'll look pretty cool it highlights your hair so mars walks like a robot down 104 street <laughs> and i'm like what are you do-? i'm like stop what are you doing and then other people walk by and they're looking at what we're doing and so i wait wait they move and then i'm like okay walk at a little bit of a faster pace 
And I'm like, I can do the slow motion. You don't need to do slow motion. So she walks and like her shoulders contorted. Yeah, and they did. She has like a crazy smile on. I'm like, what is that? Well, because- I'm like, where did that smile come from? <laughs> as soon as you start telling somebody to like act natural or walk this way. And also, um, we all know Crash was like not the kindest of people. I got in the, the mindset of a photographer. Yeah, you're kind of a dick. Well, I and think they like- all are, aren't they? <laughs> So it was a little like it was like oh flip your hair and it was like windy so windy last it was night windy and it so I'm trying to like flip my hair and the wind's like taking it up and I don't know it just like yeah it I, just didn't uh, maybe I'll cut together an outtake no there's a lot of them <laughs> no are you the photographer usually or do you guys switch it up usually uh, usually and- well usually it's just Crash taking pictures of himself but like if I <laughs> when, yeah Mars Fair is not enough. Mars is not filming me doing anything because I literally no. don't do anything with my body <laughs> yeah that's true so like so I mean I just yeah, I don't know I just, I'm like just flick flick the hair and then I'm showing videos I'm like but look at this girl she was pretty natural like she's walking then looks she over was her like shoulder, 19 like her hair <laughs> She like grew up with a camera in her face and she was an infant. Why were you training? Yeah, why were you contorting your body? Though? I don't know because I didn't know. <laughs> Does anyone else have that? Has problem? anybody ever tried like legitimately? Like I'm sure there's some people who are like super natural and like super good at like doing yeah. like a YouTube or a TikTok or like a real. Yeah. But have you like tried as like someone who didn't grow up with it? Yeah, like if you haven't done it's not it, easy. like literally it, when you get to work today, maybe you're you're alone in your office or a cubicle, grab your phone and pretend to film or just actually record yourself like trying to do like a like a hey, I got a new haircut. Check it out. <laughs> like <laughs> it's 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 so weird. You're going to have the most amazing outtakes. <laughs> also, I find that like if I film myself, yeah. I can do it because I've got, I know what the angles are, but when somebody else is filming me, uh-huh. like the video that you took, I was all shoulders and boobs and like my head looked really small on the front. Well, yeah, but you can zoom in on that. I was just trying to capture the whole, just a comfort. I didn't want the camera in your face. Right. So I backed her up a bit. Yeah. The whole, the whole point was just capture the hair. And just the, the flicking of the well, hair. Well, that's not the finish. The, when you showed me the finished product, that's not what... It was like all oh, No, there like, was still editing that needed to be done. Oh, we well, didn't make I wasn't going to go any further on it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I thought you were like I'm going to post this and I was like, "No." No, no, it was just like, it was the beginning of it. Yeah. Like, we'll uh, go through all the editing. <laughs> this text here at 56789 says Mars like Moira Rose with wigs hanging on the wall. Mm. Yep, that's my hair in my closet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally it. <laughs> yeah, literally. Mm, there's a lot there. Yeah. So, yeah. It looks fantastic. I I am uh, I am surprised that you did it. I'm uh, I'm glad that you did it. Thanks. Why, why are you glad? Hubba hubba. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it does look good. <laughs> yeah, Danny did a great job. Yeah. Do you feel different? No, not at all. I even forget that I did it. Because this is the shortest that you've had your hair for quite some time. This is the shortest I've had my hair in seven years. Seven years. Yeah, seven years. Damn. I used to I like I like hiding behind my hair though. Like that's not, like honestly, well, it's, it's not like, like you like walked around like cousin it. No, <laughs> could you imagine? Hello, everyone. Hello. Uh, <laughs> where is she under there? No, I didn't walk around looking like cousin it. But um, um, but yeah, I uh, I don't know. It's it's a safety blanket. Anybody with long hair knows. Oh, for sure. It's a safety blanket, right? Yeah, yeah. You hang on to it. Yeah. Feels good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm throwing up a, another link to Mars's hair there if you want to. Have a little pixie. Oh, thank you. That was the final product. 
<laughs> Maybe we can persuade Mars to do the outtakes. Yeah. I know Crash was like, let's it's hilarious. He's like, and you're like funny. I'm like, yeah, but I'm like I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I she don't did know. like a serious hair flick and she was like, mm. and I'm like, oh, on camera. I I'm, so like, I'm like, stupid. looking at the, the camera. I'm like, she's on fire. And then the wind hit her and it blew all her hair back in her face. <laughs> it's in her mouth. And she's like, do you like it? And I'm like, ah! <laughs> the outtakes of me trying to flick my hair in yeah. the wind last night yeah. are maybe they're hilarious. Maybe. Yeah, it doesn't quite work, <laughs> but uh, it was, it's, it's bad. In there somewhere. It's bad. It's in there somewhere. It's no, it looks bad. killer, Marcus. Yeah. Thanks. Not yeah. you didn't see the video, Rami. Oh, I'll show you the video. I don't know if anybody you. will ever see it. <laughs> there you go. All right, uh, do some news. As I was mentioning off the top, there, um, it, we had like a drizzle or a rain or something last night. Uh, so the roads are oddly icy. Yeah. Like if you're taking sharp turns, you'll feel the ass end kick out. Yeah. Uh, it's minus two right now, minus four this afternoon. You might see some more on and off flurries throughout the day. Uh, good chance you might see that tonight. Tomorrow, minus 16, minus 14 Sunday. Oh my God, where'd the warm temps go? Uh, yeah, I've got some news on that. It was supposed to be warm on Monday. Guess what showed up? Well, I would I wouldn't call this polar vortex temperatures. Polar vortex people. I call this normals for this time of year. Yeah, yeah. Monday we lost our uh, warmer temper. Yeah, and temperature it's supposed to be minus ten now. Yeah, no, oh. yeah. So uh, well, well, well. It's gonna get cold. Mm. Uh, traffic, like Crash said, yeah, it's a little slippery this morning. Watch out for that. Mm. But looking good. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. That's our phone number. If you want to give us a shout, you can also text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. Haley's gone today. She's still on her honeymoon. Ginger's off today and yeah. Monday. Yeah. So you got you got me, you got Crash, and you got Rami. Hey. That's what you got. And then on Monday, you're going to have me, Crash, and Haley, and then the whole gang's back together on Tuesday. So, sound good? Sounds good. Let's get to the news. It is Friday, January the 27th. So if you're following some of the news yesterday, you might have seen a headline saying that the Alberta government says that it's going to pause private passenger vehicle insurance rate increases. Oh. So. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, I know, that's, that was weird, that's right? weird that they would be like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, there's an election coming up. Yeah, Let's weird. do something good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. <laughs> um, so here's what they're going to do. They're going to pause private passenger vehicle insurance rate increases through to the end of 2023. But they're already high. That's so the you're problem. pausing them. You let's lock in these sweet high prices. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, and then uh, some people did like a deeper dive into it. Yeah. And the province says, well, no new rate increases will be approved. Some drivers may actually see their rates go up. Oh. Because hmm. of previously approved rate hikes or changes to their driving records, such as at fault claims or tickets or changes to insurance profile, like a new vehicle or address. Hmm. So like it's not I don't know yeah. it's so they can still go up like they if can you're still go up. locked in yes oh. the province will also require insurers to provide the majority of Albertans with the ability to pay their premiums through payment plans instead of paying the full amount up front mm -hmm. which is what you had to do so here is your premium give us all that money now mm. they're gonna try to change it now Alberta previously had an auto insurance rate cap under Notley's NDP government Jason Kenney's United Conservative government lifted that cap when the UCP was elected in 2019 mm-hmm so they took this long to be like, oh. They're like, oh, let's stop this. Oh, everybody's mad at it. Yeah. So now there's an election coming up. Let's make some news. But it's so damn high. It's so damn high. Mm -hmm. I guess, thank you, because it could have went higher. Well, and like, <laughs> and like, they act like they're surprised. Like, the quotes are really weird. Yeah. They're like, many Albertans say they're being squeezed on the affordability front. Well, yeah. 
We have. <laughs> and they're dealing with inflation kind of right across the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The inflationary impact has also affected the cost to repair vehicles. Well, no. What yeah. did you think was going to happen? Right. Like, oh, we've heard from people they're not happy. No. (laughs) (laughs) Only we could have predicted this. As soon as you're hiking anything, don't expect people to be happy. (laughs) If only there was a solution four years ago. Yeah. Anyways. So. Well, we're locking it in. We're locking it in. So there you go. (laughs) Oh, well, if you want to take your mind off of your insurance rates um, and you want to go out and see some northern lights, this is actually a pretty cool place for our province to land. The northern lights, we all know, are a dazzling sight. Mm. And a new ranking has now listed Alberta as one of the best places in the world to see the northern lights. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got some stunning northern lights. Because usually you think of like. Elk Island. A lot of people go out there and get amazing shots. They reflect over the lake. Right. That's amazing, yeah. Because normally people think like, oh, I've got to go to Norway, or I have to go to Iceland, yeah. or I have to go to Fairbanks, Alaska, or northern Sweden. Mm-hmm. No, 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 guys. No. Don't get on that plane. Look no further than right here in our own backyard. Yeah, we got absolutely stunning ones. Yeah. Uh, even at the uh, our cabin there, like uh, sitting around a campfire. Oh, if yeah. We, if we can actually stay up late enough, they usually hit like one in the morning. Boom! They are gorgeous. You know what was wild is um, uh, Crash and I's flight back into... Oh, yes. uh, From Toronto to Edmonton over the Christmas break. We saw Northern Lights from the plane. That's awesome. Yeah, I've never seen that in my life. I've never seen that before in my life. I mean, it was a wild flight altogether. A (laughs) lot of stuff went down on that flight. But out of my left window, we had an electrical storm. So we were seeing lightning bolts. And then out of the right window... Like on the other side of the plane, you could see Northern Lights. Huh. Yeah. And were you curious at first as to what it was? Like, what's that mysterious yeah. green? Yeah. Yes. You're like, oh, God, I'm on the verge of blocking out. I know. I was like, <laughs> is that like some sort of like meteorite? But no, it was it was the Northern Lights. And then as we continued like into, because we were flying from Toronto to Edmonton. So we went over like Manitoba and then into Saskatchewan. You could still see the Northern Lights. It was in, it was incredible. Yeah. Was yeah, it, it dancing stunning. for you guys? Or oh, was yeah, they're, oh, yeah, they yeah, were they're dancing. Moving. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. 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 Huh. yeah they, I, I'm guessing we were flying probably over Manitoba at that time. I feel like the plane was around there. Uh, Yeah, Manitoba into Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it looked stunning. Never seen that in my life. But yeah, that's cool that uh, we're on the we're on the list for one of the top places. Yeah, so mm. that's uh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. So if you, like again, look no further mm-hmm. if you do want to see... Uh, uh, some Northern Lights yeah. right here in our own province, which yeah, is yeah. awesome, which is very cool. Alrighty, for those of you, um, hang on a second here, who love um, eating cereal, are you getting up this morning and having um, some cereal for your breakfast? Is that I, something that you do? I don't remember the last time I had cereal. Like maybe when we first launched Now Radio 13, 14 years ago, uh, I tried eating Vector. Vector. Remember Vector? I I do. I think Vector is still around. But yeah, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to eat Vector before the show. And it's going to keep me full. I was hungry within 20 minutes after eating Vector. Yeah. I don't see how people can eat cereal for breakfast. And that just totally put you off cereal, eh? Well, yeah, just because it doesn't do anything. And it's just like loads of sugar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're just eating a bowl of sugar. You want to eat. Yeah. It's so sugary. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I'd eat that. (laughs) Do you really? I love it, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like my mom's cereal uh, growing up, and we were not allowed to touch that. Really? We were able to eat the big bagged puff wheat, but she would eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I'm like, what? 
the creme de la creme. Oh yeah, yeah. Occasionally we would get up really early and go to the cupboard and slowly open the bag of cinnamon toast crunch and eat only a couple squares. Can't eat too much, you'll know. And then we eat our puffed wheat. Oh my god. Yeah. Why didn't you guys get any of the nice kid stuff? I don't know. Didn't want to spend the money on us. I don't know. Because <laughs> my, my parents didn't have, like like you said, like your, it was like your mom's cereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just got bagged puff wheat. And then if you want to jazz it up, put some brown sugar on it. Yeah. That's it. That was all you got. Yeah. We got all the treats. We got like the, uh, the um, yeah, just, I, I don't even want to name like them Count because you Chocula. guys know. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey. I don't know if it was Count Chocula. I don't know if that one was available in Canada at the time. A, a big splurge that me and my brother would get would be uh, the um, honeycomb. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the honeycomb cereal. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, honeycombs are okay. Yeah. Like, they're no cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. Oh, because we were like, ooh, honeycomb. Mmm, so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like There's, built in sugar. Mmm. <laughs> it's definitely a tier list for cereal. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it can range so wildly. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, it can. So if you're looking forward to some new products from Kellogg's, it looks like 2023 will be bringing in a brand new extensive lineup of new product offerings. Several new kinds of cereal are going to be coming out. Also, Eggo waffles, new flavors of Pringles, potato chips, and mm. more will be hitting shelves across the country. I which love is me cool. some Pringles. So, Crash, you had mentioned Vector earlier. Yeah, yeah. I've got a Vector one for you. Oh, really? Here are some delicious new products that are going to be launched from Kellogg's that you'll be able to find in stores. Vector Apple Cinnamon Crunch Cereal. Vector Apple Cinnamon. Special K Cinnamon Pecan Cereal. Hmm. Maple Cinnamon Frosted Flakes Cereal, mm-hmm. Crave Brownie Flavor Cereal, Kellogg's Cinnabon Cereal. These all sound like they're perfectly healthy to consume in the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not, yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. It's not like eating a diet, dessert at all. If you're on a diet, That's these right. cereals are for you. <laughs> the Kashi Maple Waffle Crisp Cereal. Mm-hmm. And then outside of cereal, they've got Eggo Thick and Fluffy Waffles. Pringles ranch flavored potato chips, Pringles scorching potato chips, so oh. like a spicy one. Yeah, yeah. Rice Krispies, Squares, Homestyle bars, and another like a, a, a different vanilla arm, almond RX bar. Where are you at uh, with the frozen Eggo waffles? Used to like them as a kid. Yeah, I don't know if I can really do them these days. It's I feel just like, kind of. Yeah, I feel like when I moved out on my own, I had uh, always had a couple boxes in the freezer just because it was a quick go-to. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know if they were good. I think I, it was just something cheap to put in my body. Like at that, because I didn't jazz them up. I I put butter and syrup on them. Yeah, you might as well just go with like a toaster strudel if you're doing that. A toaster strudel. Yeah, because oh. like that, I find that's like the best frozen breakfast. Oh. If you want something sweet, that like is. just grab and go. Yeah, yeah. I've never had a frozen ego. I've never had. You've never had an ego? No. Oh. I've never done it. They're not. I didn't grow up with it. Yeah. At all. Oh yeah, I didn't grow up with that. I I don't think they're terrible. I I just don't think they have taste. Because <laughs> sure you do, they, you've got to load them with butter and you've got yeah, to load yeah. them with syrup. I'm sure they have dramatically changed now because yeah. uh, there's like a million different uh, flavors. But yeah, I was just buying like basic cheapies and it's up to me to put flavor into it. <laughs> <laughs> this, the flavor costed money. This text here from Rachel says, guys, the new Cinnabon cereal from Kellogg's is to die for. It's in stores now. Mm. Best cereal on earth. Yeah. Someone else said, do you guys remember Pro Stars? I totally remember Pro Stars. I didn't have it, but I remember it, yeah. Star-shaped frosted bits that featured different hockey players on the cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I do remember that. What uh, box was Wayner on? Wheaties? I never see. I didn't do the Wheaties. I didn't do yeah. all like all that cereal that you ate. Crash. I like it was never. I didn't eat cereal. I no, ate honeycomb were... and puffed wheat. <laughs> didn't you also eat the big Wheaty log? Isn't that Wheaties? Oh well, no. Those are um, uh, all brand or uh, brand. What are those? I, I thought it's they brand were Wheaties. Something. No, Wheaties are those little squares. That's a luxury. I think it was called all brand. They just look like hay bales. No, all brand is little like brown pellets. Oh. Yeah, it might be Weetabix. Like, it's kind of just like a big a puck of shredded wheat, eh? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, no. I also had those growing up. Yeah, well, I for, yeah. what are, if you guys know, five, six, seven, eight, nine. what are the big hay bale-like terrible things for breakfast? I don't know what those are. And we would just put two of those in our bowl and put milk on it. I honestly... <laughs> it like, was the worst. As a kid... <laughs> There's probably no nutrients whatsoever in there. My parents didn't eat those. I yeah. saw the box as a kid, yeah. and I honestly thought that it was for, like... Like cattle? No, like... Feeding like, cattle? Like for, like... like like really, really old seniors in a home. Shredded wheat. Shredded wheat. That, thank you. Not That's, shreddies, but yeah. shredded wheat. Shredded okay, thank wheat. You. They were terrible. I um, actually have a pretty distinct memory of these because my mother used to sprinkle sugar all over them growing up. Mm-hmm. However, one day the sugar and the salt got kind of mixed Oh, up, gross. And I was forced to eat shreddies in milk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> with in salt. Salt. <laughs> she <laughs> wouldn't change it out for you? She didn't believe me. She thought I was just playing hard to get. Like, uh, eat your breakfast before school. Yeah, and you're like, no, I don't want to. You're like, no, it's, it's a salty dish. <laughs> then my dad came to try because he's like, okay, he's kind of complaining too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you are right, but don't tell your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw him in the garbage. This text here says, we ate it shredded wheat as well mm-hmm. but we used to heat it up or we would heat up the water or milk uh yeah i probably should have so it was nice and warm with a little sugar on top and then you would eat it that's how everybody ate those uh mm-hmm. and also wayne gretzky was on the pro stars box oh he was pro stars. yeah apparently okay. he had like an actual photo and he had a cartoon photo oh fun like they did him up like yeah, a cartoon yeah, yeah. character as well that's fun um crap people want to know if you remember weedabix i don't remember weedabix Mm-hmm. Can we like just take a minute here? What is the grossest cereal? Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Shredded wheat and puffed wheat. Why did I? What was the wheat kick? I don't was understand it? the. Uh, so like the puffed wheat isn't sugar crisp, right? No, puffed wheat is here. I'll put it. So there was no flavor to your cereal. No, nothing. You added the flavor. Puffed wheat is yeah. The, it, it came in a big bag like this, and they're just like puffed. Did you did you flavor that on your own? Well, yeah. If we had sugar in the house, you put brown sugar on. You know what? There's a lot of things that over the years that your parents did that I shake my head at, and I'm like, that was terrible. No, I'm sure every parent did that. But I think your <laughs> cereal choice and what you were offered is the worst. <laughs> There's a lot that would be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the cereal ones really hit me hard, though. I think yeah. I I think the puffed wheat because. We'd get the big no-name bags, which I think they still sell at Superstore. Like the big jumbo no-name bag of puffed wheat. You can still buy it. We would have that because I think it was just good value. So you didn't even have like the uh, golden crisp or the sugary puffed wheat. It was just like... Oh, it was basic. Yeah. Oh, gross. It was basic, no flavor. You added sugar to it. Where are we at with um, the frosted, like the little frosted wheats? The frosted mini wheats? Yeah, where are we at with those? Can I, uh, I'm going to chime in on those, Crash? I don't know if you've ever had them. Uh, as an adult, I have. As they're, a child, no. They're, they're gross, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. They could be better. They could be way better. They're pretty gross. Because those are uh, one side's frosted, right? Or both? Just one side. Like, frosted all. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to They want to still keep a health factor right? to it. They don't want them too sugary. <laughs> People are saying Raisin Bran's really gross. Yeah, I can't be down with Raisin Bran. Mm. I'd rather just not eat breakfast. <laughs> I'd rather starve. I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of with, like, I. it's okay. Raisin Bran's okay. I'm all right with Raisin Bran. Mm. Would you rather Raisin Bran or Rice Krispies? Ooh, Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies? Mm-hmm. You get that snap, crackle, and pop. Okay. Would you guys rather Raisin Bran or Honeycombs? Um, Raisin Bran. Over a honeycomb? I think so. Probably because... I ate a lot of honeycomb as a child, and honeycomb is pretty bland. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'd and honeycomb. our honeycomb, I remember being chewy, which is, I had honeycomb as an adult, and it's not chewy. So <laughs> we must have had expired stuff. Oh, maybe. Or it just went bad in our cupboard the, really quick? Is it, that a thing? Okay, when the honeycombs went bad, they were, well, not bad, but when they were old, they were rubbery. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. honeycomb being rubbery, but I had it as an adult, <laughs> and I'm like, what's this? I'm like, <laughs> so yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, honeycomb as an adult was a lot better as than uh, honeycomb as a child. Than honeycomb as a child. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Mm. All right. Well, you know, we all know that the Oscars are coming up. Yeah. Um, we've talked about it in some entertainment uh, news before. Have have you guys seen everything, everywhere, all at once yet? You gotta see it. That's it's, great. It's so good. Rami, have you seen it? No, I was actually on the list for this weekend. Nice, yeah. nice. Okay. I know. Mars fired it up. She's like, okay, hey, you oh, I gotta... heard such great things about it. Yeah, and she's like, we're gonna watch this. And I'm like, all right, all right, what is this? And then she explains it. I'm like, all right, we'll see. We'll see. But fantastic. Yeah. Blew me away. It was fantastic. So, Rami, I'm not going to give spoilers, but if you really want to know nothing about it, you might want to take your headphones out for a quick second. <laughs> now that Everything Everywhere All at Once is cleaning up at the awards show, um, there's one business that made a huge mistake. As you may know, uh, if you haven't seen it, if you have seen it, rather, there's a universe in the movie where everyone, hot dogs are very, oh, oh okay, yeah. I'll just say this, hot dogs are used a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah, hot dogs. a lot dog, of wieners. A lot of hot dog yeah. action going on. So when the movie was about to open, the producers reached out to Oscar Mayer with a DM that said, quote, we have an upcoming film that happens to heavily feature hot dogs. If you're open to it, we'd love to discuss a fun collaborative project we have in mind. We can't think of a better partner. Mm -hmm. Well, Oscar Mayer ghosted them. (gasps) And now... damn. They've come forward to say that they completely regret that decision. I bet. Because this movie is like the biggest movie Mm -hmm. in the world right now. When think of the marketing they could have banked on. Oh, missed opportunity. Right? If they just would have said yes to Oscar Mayer to like sponsoring this movie, then they would have seen their name all over 11 Oscar nominations. And like the Oscars, it's cleaning house at the Oscars. Yeah. Oscar Meyer, we oh, like it's just God, it's the, <laughs> the marketing rights itself, you idiots. The mar- <laughs> I know, right? I guess they weren't sure, or the scene that they watched, they were like, no. Yeah, maybe there. I would imagine, yeah, they were sent a clip, and they're like, I don't know, we don't want part of that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of hot dogs oh, in it. Oh, what a missed opportunity! But the scene that I do want to talk about, and this isn't a spoiler. Um, for the most part, but I will tell you this, there is a brief moment where a character takes a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. Oh God. 
and paper cuts himself in between his fingers. Uh, the worst. This is a horror movie, <laughs> right? And you're it's not. It's not a horror movie. It's it's a it's an action sort of gore dark comedy. Yeah, there's a there's a lot. It's of, not horror. Yeah. There's like moments, like cringy moments, shocking moments, laugh, like you're going to laugh at it. Yeah. 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 It's like a dark comedy. But yeah, the paper cut. Ninja action. There's something about the sound. We all know that paper cut. Yeah. Yeah. Right? The. Oh, (laughs) when I rip paper too, it drives Mars bonkers. I can't stand it. Because I'll fold it and then I lick it along the, the fold and then it tears perfectly. Oh, instead of uh, instead of like chancing like the the corner yeah. of the paper ripping, yeah, you fold it and go with your finger and go, uh, and then you you get it tight, a nice tight fold, and then run it on your tongue, and uh, then it tears perfectly. Anyone else do uh, that, or is that just some weird thing that I do? I'm sure one day it'll probably slice my tongue. Uh, Thankfully, it has not cut my tongue yet. Is it the sound you don't like, Mars? It's it's knowing what paper will do. It's it's not the sound. I think it's. Watching Crash, like, do that. Like, you know when you fold a piece of paper and then you, like Crash was saying, you run your fingers? I feel like all of the fingers are going to be cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it is, as I can imagine it. And how is paper so damn sharp? I don't know. Have you ever had a beer box cut? No. Like a, a, a like a 12? Ripping oh, that open? God. That cardboard is, it's thick, but it's sharp as yeah. well. So I, I'm like, ah, weekend's here, let me in it. And I rip open my uh, box of banquet. <laughs> I'm like, ah! Ah! <laughs> that's yeah. a deep cut. You got to be careful. Oh, God, the worst. You got to be careful. So here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. I want to know about like paper cuts. Someone said an aluminum cut. I, I, oh. Like aluminum foil cut. Oh. How did you manage that? It's sharp. Like not on just the just pulling it. What you go for the rip? The, not on the serrated blade. No, right? just a, the foil. I'm guessing you as you're pulling it off, you get wild with your your ripping. You're like, <sighs> and you got a, a perfectly sharp edge. Uh. If paper can cut. Aluminum foil definitely can cut. Ah, uh. mm-hmm. an aluminum foil cut sounds oh, like the worst. <laughs> like honestly, when we watched that scene in the movie, I felt like I was going like white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. I felt like all the blood it. was draining from my face. Mm. So here's what I want to know from you guys. I want to know about your mo- most horrific like paper cut. Not cut by uh, a knife. Mm-hmm. Aluminum foil, paper. Did anybody get a paper cut in between their toes? Mm. I can't even say How would you, it. Why would you get a paper cut between your toes? Are you ripping into a beer box? Did anybody get a cardboard cut? <sighs> uh, maybe into your Amazon Prime box? You're mm. like, oh, let oh, me in there. Oh, See what's a, in my... That's a thick one. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get it? And how bad was it? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, we're talking about uh, paper cuts. Uh, the random things that have cut you that you're like, ow! Oh! I've been cut by, obviously, paper. Yeah. I've been cut by the beer box. Like, if you pick up a, a 12, the cardboard on there, the edges are way too sharp. And then, oh, I just want a beer. Now I'm covered in blood. The worst. Someone just asked me to Google um, on whether or not paper cuts, oh, I can't even say it, is a form of torture. Oh, I would imagine so. And apparently... It's been used. Like if you, yeah, you have someone That's, strapped whoa, to a chair. God. For sure, yeah, you could like, or like slowly like, a like a. 
Oh, Tell God. me the truth. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't make it. I wouldn't, I'd see the paper and be like, nope. All right. What do you want to know? I'll give you, it to you all. You would give up company secrets immediately. I w- of course I would. Before they even strap you in the chair. You're like, listen, you let's get this take, done. Yeah. I don't have time. You don't even have to take me into the room. What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? Here's, uh, here's codes to the safes. <laughs> here's yeah. codes to the building. Honestly, I would. Here's some, here's some vials of some rare stuff. That yeah. the company has made, take I it all. I probably would give it all up so quick. Torture, yeah, paper uh, cuts. Seven, what seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine? If you want to chime in on this, your random cut. What cut you? My God, uh, Sheldon, how you doing, buddy? Good. How's it going over there? Good, good. good. Uh, we're just talking about the the random things that like cut you, and it hurts like paper, even tin foil. It's the worst. It's uh, it's HVAC tape. Is this aluminum heavy wide tape? Oh my god! Uh, no, it's, it's like shiny, cut? right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you got to peel it off. It's not so much the cut. The cut is kind of abrasive and it digs in. It's the adhesive on the back. It's like uh. pouring isopropyl alcohol into each paper cut you get. Right. I'm a hundred percent with you, Sheldon. Literally, as soon as you said that, I got chills because I was using that last <laughs> summer, uh, touching up some stuff in the furnace room. And I did that. I pulled the uh, the paper off the back and I was trying to reach in an area on uh, some ducting and put it on there and I couldn't reach it. And then I sliced between my thumb and my index finger and that adhesive is a searing burn. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. What's on that? Why I got is it, it underneath my nail? Oh, no! <laughs> you know how you peel the, uh, you have to peel the white backing yeah. off the aluminum to get to the adhesive portion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got stuck under there real deep and it adhered under there a little bit too, so I had to peel it open. Oh! Oh, oh no! What? Yeah. <laughs> What is on that that causes that like like that burn like that? I don't know. It's a great it chemical. It's like, a great adhesive. <laughs> like it works well. Uh, sticky napalm. Yeah, exactly. Good. Yeah, but it is the worst. I'm with you. Thanks for sharing that, Sheldon. Thanks, Sheldon. Yeah, have a great day. You too, man. Bye bye. Oh, that's the stuff that you like take tape uh, ducting together with, right? Yeah, you, yeah. Is that, you can, is that silver? Yeah, the silver stuff with the brown with paper the brown that you paper, pull yep. off the back. Okay, and like that stuff, like. You, you sure you can be wearing gloves, but you can't peel it. Every time you rip it, you're like, damn, I should have left a little hanging part. Right. So you got to take your glove off and then start picking at it. And then you get the paper uh, off and then ugh. it cuts it quick. Cuts. Like the sides, even the part that you rip is and sharp. Then, and then the adhesive part like burns. Oh, yeah. Wow. You want to try? No. <laughs> nope. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, Adam, how you doing? I'll bang yourself. Good, Hi. good. Uh, the the random weird thing that cut you, what was it? Uh, well, it's paper. <laughs> paper? It was paper. Okay, all right, all right. What kind Drive of paper? paper. Drywall like paper. Drywall paper. roll of, uh, the tape. of tape. Yep. Oh, oh. how, but that's thicker than like just a regular piece of paper. Where where yeah. was the cut? Where did you get it? Oh, everywhere. <laughs> on the hand? Yeah, right on the just hand. all over your head. Did it bleed everywhere? No, not a lot of blood. Usually in the creases of your fingers, like when you bend your fingers. Yeah. Because we grab the tape, you, you kind of fold it, and you pull it through your hand to crease it. Right. Like in corners. Oh, and you went. And that'll, 
That'll cut you. <laughs> Mars just wins. I, like, I felt a whole shiver go up my back. I don't like the paper cuts. Oh. I don't like the drywall paper. I don't like the way you just described that. Yeah, that sucks. Oh, that sucks. It, it's funny because we're supposed to fill out these uh, reports. Right. For yeah. safety. Yeah, yeah. And one of the reports, oh, you wear gloves. Oh, yeah. But then when you're wearing gloves, like you can't, I don't know, it's just weird on the paper, right? It's quicker with the fingers. It's weird in the paper. It's weird in your hands. It's almost feel weird. Yeah. You got more just, dexterity, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Damn those corners. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you get them cut in that little web area too. Yeah. Like oh, there. yeah. Oh, right in there. Oh. They're deeper cuts. Yeah. I've never That's done that. That's started talking But probably about next it. time I do drywall, I'm going to end up cutting myself and I'll think about you, Adam. Mm. I'll be like, ah! <laughs> I'm crazy glue with you. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Seal her up. Seal her up. Good. Okay. Thanks for sharing that. All right, you too, man. Have yeah. a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. So, like, he's, I mean, it sounded like he was drywalling as he was talking to us. So, he must be getting that all the time. Oh, Crash, please don't. Well, no, I, I just ripped paper out of my uh, notepad. I know, but here. you're going to fold it now, and I hate the sound. I'm going to have to take my headphones out. <laughs> like, just fold it here. I hate it so much. And then put a pinch in the corner, and then. Oh. oh, that one just ripped. Oh my god, this is just like the cheapest paper. You're gonna get a cut. This You're is gonna a, get a cut. This is a work issued notepad. <laughs> it's actually just toilet paper. It right? literally is. You're gonna get a cut. But yeah, a lot of people, uh, surprisingly, do what I do to rip paper. So I've pinched it, creased it, and then I lick it. Oh, don't lick it. Rami, cut your watch tongue. it. No, Rami, uh, don't. There you go. Oh god. Yeah, and then it's wet, and you go like this. Uh. Boom, look at that. Perfect. <laughs> Effortless way to rip paper oh God. and cut your tongue. <laughs> uh, Sandra, hello. Hi, how are you? Good, Hi. good. Um, what did you cut, and what did, what cut you? Oh boy. <laughs> oh, you guys are gonna love this. Yeah. So I cut my eyeball. Ah, no, no. Like, there's a few people who have cut their eyeballs. So how'd you do this? I was grabbing a cereal box and I don't know, like I must have squished it because the top popped open and I was moving it when the top popped open. Yes, yes. And so the top was open and that little tuck piece that you put into the other was sticking up just far enough that when I moved it, I paper cut my eyeball. Because your, why is your face like right in ready to motorboat this cereal box? I, I don't know. It's okay. You know? I get it. Two <laughs> words. Two words. Fruit Loops. You know? Uh, yeah, you gotta, get, gotta get in there. You gotta get it. Oh, oh and my you, gosh. And you literally, just in the the motion, dragged it across your eyeball. I literally dragged it across my eyeball. I wanted to die. Oh. I, I, I wanted to die. It was the worst the worst feeling ever. So that's like don't a... Don't cut your eyeball. That's, that's a, a cardboard, cardboard cut, cut. Yeah. in the eye. Yeah. Yeah, my yeah. God. Oh. How long did it take to heal up? Oh, weeks, 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 weeks. I had to walk around looking like a pirate. Yeah, because it would be oh, sensitive man. to all light and yeah. it'd be watering all the time. Holy cow. Yeah, to everything. It was awful. It was oh. the worst. Oh, um, so I just don't, I don't get as excited about Fruit Loops anymore. Yeah, I don't blame <laughs> you give the, the cereal box a stink eye. They injured you. Yeah, I got exactly. It. Every yeah, yeah. time. Every uh, time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Sandra. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. See, they should have a warning on that box. Caution could cut like, your so eyes. So, like, she, like, it was just too close to the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh, Ebony, hello. Hey, how are you? Good, Hi. Good. Um, you, uh, you unfortunately suffered oh, a paper cut, but uh, where was it? 
Yeah, so um, working as a drafting clerk um, in NISCU, I was making uh, copies of drawings mm-hmm. for the shop floor, and they're big. They're 34 by 22 inch papers, yeah. right? Oh, so yeah, we have a stack ones. of them, yeah. and you got to flick them. You got to flick them so that you can make them straight, so you can fold them all nicely. Well, I flicked them, and uh, one let loose, and uh, the corner caught my eye, and right on the eyeball. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no. Yeah, it felt great. <laughs> It sliced your freaking eye? You're kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah! yeah. Oh, and my. I, and I'd, I'd like to say that that was the only time, but it did happen another time. Um, and, and, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, you it's need because glasses. you're flicking those, those large drawings, right? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. You almost need safety yeah, exactly. goggles. Yeah, and that's what we, and we never told safety. Like, I told, like, the people that I worked with, but that was it. It's like, we're not telling safety because I'm not wearing safety glasses just to fold drawings. Oh, yeah. Because they, they totally would make you wear the safety they glasses. Oh, um, a paper cut on the eye. Thankfully, I've never had that. Yeah. How, yeah. how painful. And what does it look like? Um, well, you, I couldn't see it. It wasn't terrible. Like, yeah. it, it, it's like... It's like you scratched your eye. It's oh, yeah. exactly the same idea. It yeah, waters, it wasn't. It'll water for a oh, bit and be flowing. sensitive. Yeah. Yeah, and red, 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 red. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, hopefully that never happens again. No, I'm no longer in that position. Oh, good. Oh, okay, yeah, good. You're out of that dangerous field no of drafting. Stuff around. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So, we've been talking all week about how much we hate ruts. Oh, yeah. Um, and lots of ruts. Well, almost with this warm weather, it would have created ruts, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and now yeah. that it's getting cold, <laughs> we're going to have ruts. Yeah. Well, apparently some residents are now complaining that residential ice ruts are causing crashes and people are getting super stuck in Edmonton neighborhoods. Well, how deep are your ruts? I think they're pretty deep. I guess, yeah, because they, they probably didn't get bladed, right? Not yet, because remember they were trying to make it out to everybody. Residential roads are at the bottom of the city of Edmonton's snow clearing priority list. The goal, though, is to have all the streets bladed to a five centimeter snowpack within eight days of a starting cycle. Now, um, so they are out. They are putting up the we're blading your neighborhood signs Mm -hmm. and the no parking bans as well. So they can do so. So what's pretty funny about this. So CTV went out and they were chatting with this dude named Derek. Yeah, yeah. He was outside for a smoke on Tuesday. Yeah. When he saw a hatchback car smash into the side mm. of one of his neighbor's pickups. Oh. And the reason why, and he caught it on his security camera, is because the vehicle just suddenly veers left. Well, because it catches the, the groove and it, it, it causes you to go flying in another direction. It's in a rut. So yeah. you can see the vehicle hitting the driver's door of a truck. And it's probably still your fault, though, right? I, I don't know, but I should be driving slow. Blah they were, blah blah. Should, like, can you blame the ruts? I doubt it. I doubt you can blame a rut. So, anyways, CTV went out there. Yeah. They were chatting with Derek, and while CTV <gasps> was interviewing Derek in front of his house, yeah, yeah. Um, an Amazon delivery driver, yeah. got stuck in the ruts. Oh, <laughs> perfect timing. <laughs> it was great. It was great. So, yeah, watch out for those ruts. What's the best thing to do? Drive on the ruts? Well, like if you're driving like between the rut, sure, but you're, I feel like you're always going to slide into the rut. Mm-hmm. Like even if you're driving yeah. on top of it? Yeah, you'll always you'll always end up sliding left or right. I don't think there's a proper way to drive in a rut. 
Get really fat tires. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like a fat tire bike. So I'm going to put some pictures of some. I'm going to put a picture here in the app mm-hmm. of ruts. Nope. Never mind. Nothing. No, works the app's on my not end. working. Yeah. Why is the app not I working? I don't know. Yeah, who cares? It's Friday. We don't have anybody <laughs> on the show. Nothing's working in the who studio. All right. Well, I was going to put a picture of some ruts up on the app, but. You know what ruts look like. Okay, good. Because I was going to say, do you drive on top? Yeah. Or in them? Yeah. And also, if you've got a low pro car like mine, oh, you're bottoming out. I'm bottoming out. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're yeah, if you if your car is riding low and you pull into a certain road, you have to make a choice. Do you gun it yeah. and hope for the best, or just not? And it's not like my car is slammed to the ground. I like no, it's just, it's a, low just car. a car. It's a low car. Yeah, a lot of cars will get hung up. So I'm riding on top of the ruts. Mm, good luck. <laughs> this text here at five six seven eight nine says, "Stay in the ruts." Don't touch your brakes. Yeah. <laughs> Put her to the board. <laughs> <laughs> Let her go. Can't do, <laughs> Can't do that either. So, I mean, be careful. Watch out for the ruts. Mm. I mean, last week, they kind of made a fun thing by announcing the Name the Plow contest. That was fun. How about we use them? <laughs> <laughs> Some people are texting and saying that their local streets are almost impassable. What's every year we have this problem? That's insane. Yeah. And it's only January. Like, we still got a couple we more sure months do. of this. Uh, this text here from Jenna at 56789 says, I had to drive on top of the ruts like Mars because my bottom will scrape the snow. My car is a Mazda. I don't have it slammed low either. Did it work for you? Yep, she drove on top of the ruts. Oh, that, what a gamble. What a gamble. Because if you slide off the top, boom, you're getting hung up. This text here says, I'm a delivery driver for Instacart. I get stuck in the ruts and I almost hit people all the time on residential roads. <laughs> I'm driving a minivan. Man. Yeah, if you're parked on a side road and there's ruts, ew, yeah, people are hitting parked cars. Yeah. This text here says, last night driving through Lake Summerside, impossible. Mm-hmm. Oh. So if you don't have a truck. Yeah. Good luck. Man, good luck. Well, mm-hmm. keep in mind, they are going to be blading the residential neighborhoods, fingers crossed. So yeah. watch out for those signs. All right. A BC man is making the news before roasting the Canucks in epic fashion. From beyond the grave. Oh, oh! what did he do? The Campbell River Mirror is the newspaper, and it shared the obituary of the now deceased Russell George Atkins. Mm -hmm. He was born in February 1943 and passed away this January. He was also born in Victoria, so he was a lifelong Canucks fan. So it was a nice obituary. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the end of it. At the end of it, there's a blurb. Um, about the Canucks, that could be one of the most incredible roasts ever. Oh. It said, quote, yeah. Russell would have liked to have had six of the Vancouver Canucks to be his pallbearers so they could have let him down one more time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, and that was published in the, that was published, the, yeah. the obituary. Now, yeah. Canucks fans know that they've undergone some significant changes in recent weeks, including the fire of former head coach Bruce Boudreau, replacing him with a new coach, and the mm-hmm. team also recently signing um, Andre Zemenko to a multi-year contract extension, but yeah. not good enough for uh, what's his face. No, there? for Russ, yeah, he, uh, for Russ. he roasted. <laughs> it's unclear on whether or not Russell wrote the joke. Um, most people are saying he probably. It was something he said all the time. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Right? I'm sure he probably wrote it. Mm-hmm. Some people write their own obituary. Yeah, some people do. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. When you're planning your funeral, yeah, especially some people, yeah. If you if you know that it's happening, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So it's the weekend. Today's Friday. And there's been a lot of news this week about the alcohol guidelines. And the guidelines came out. And then after that was like news stories about people's reaction. Everybody was freaking out about it. Yeah. So there's a handful of places in the world called the Blue Zones. If you don't know what these are, just quickly here. It's a place where people live longer and healthier lives than the rest of us. Now, these areas have been known to produce an abnormal amount of centarians. So people will uh-huh. live to be 100, a lot of people. Those Blue Zones are the following. Here's the cities in them. Okinawa, Japan. Mm-hmm. Sardinia, Italy. Mm-hmm. Nicoya, Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Icaria, Greece, mm-hmm. and Loma Linda, California. So why these places? Like, what do they have in common? It's spread out over four continents. There's no real geog- like geographical factor that connects the blue zones. The population's respective diets differ as well, but they all consist of fresh, locally sourced produce. That's what they they say. We did some time in the blue zone in Costa Rica. We did. Um, if I lived the way I lived in Costa Rica, in Costa Rica for the the time that we were there, yes. I don't think I would be a centurion. Well, here's what some people <laughs> you were on holidays. I made bad choices. You were on holidays. Um, here's though what the um some of the 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 people are saying who are arguing our new alcohol guidelines. Yeah. The people in the blue zones. Oh, also the people who live in these blue zones take exercise very serious and they exercise regularly. Mm-hmm. Despite what our local experts say, they also drink a lot of booze. Really? Yeah. They're guzzling booze. According to bluezones.com, people in the blue zone areas tend to drink alcohol pretty moderately and quote on a regular basis. Mm. A couple drinks a day kind of Yes. Thing. In fact, in the majority of blue zones, residents typically drink every day. Oh. With food and friends. So is it a matter of uh, maybe you're getting uh, better sleep? That's uh, Sleep is like very important for the body. So maybe you're getting like a full eight hours sleep. Um, The sunshine feels good. Maybe you're a bit happier. And yeah, the, the healthier food options. Maybe. Maybe it all adds up. The fitness, you said they're yeah, into they're, fitness? Uh, yeah, all of those people are very much into fitness. So yeah. if we're into fitness here, we should be able to drink every day. Yeah, I mean, there's no <laughs> denying that like consuming hard liquor to the point of intoxication like is a bad idea. Like binge drinking, you yeah, know, it, it's a bad idea. But people in the majority of the blue zones typically drink, and you're probably guessing what alcohol. Mm. It is, in fact, red wine every day with meals. Mm. Huh. Yeah. Well, we always read those studies saying the benefits of red wine, don't we? Yeah, and then the studies come out that say, no, they're wrong. Yeah, but then a week later, you (laughs) get another study that's like, jug, 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 drink it. Drink up. Yeah, I so I don't know. I mean, Rami's right. Sometimes those studies come out and it's like flavonoids and mm. antioxidants mm. and like all those buzzwords. But the, yeah, but the, <laughs> but then you get another study where it's like no wine, like it's horrible for your body. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. When we were down in Costa Rica, a lot of people were boozing it up. Well, everybody's flats on of, holidays though. No, but even like watching local shop, flats of beer flying off the shelves. Yeah, right. Like we we're in some local areas. There was some drinking going on. They yeah. Did, uh, uh, although they did look good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, it's so wild. My grandmother has cirrhosis of the liver. Yeah. All because of drinking. Uh, well, yeah, we all know. We all know what bad. drinking drinking is bad. Yeah. It, it, it's it's not good for you. Mm-hmm. But yet. It's so fun. But pe- Canadians are mad about those new guidelines. They're like, look at the blue zones. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun. It's so social. 
Do you think if you have a small amount, <laughs> it'll cut down your like... Like a shot glass of wine? In, uh, yeah. Just to give you that fix? <laughs> kind of, but like you're less tempted to drink more later on in the week mm. or go kind of overboard with it? No, I don't think so. No. I think it's a slippery slope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah, I think I if love you, more than one glass. Yeah, because now you're trying to justify it. <laughs> I think if you're gonna make that choice, you make that choice. Yeah, <laughs> and just know it ain't good for you. But hey, it feels good sometimes. Here's the thing, though: is that, like maybe we're just not drinking the the right wine. Sardinians, for example, are known for their daily consumption of a regional red called Cananao. Mm-hmm. Cananao, I'm guessing. It is two to three times the level of artery scrubbing flavonoids oh. than other wines. Oh, oh And it's so actually deemed the healthiest wine in the world. Do we have that here? I'm sure uh, it's probably important. Maybe, I don't know. It's probably $3,000 a bottle. <laughs> Liquid gold. <laughs> I think though we can all agree, like alcohol is, it's not good on the body. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just not. It's not good for sleep either. Most of the time you don't really sleep mm-hmm. if you've had a lot to drink, right? Well, you think you sleep. <laughs> Well, <laughs> like, man, did I fall asleep so quick last night? <laughs> uh, this text here says, yeah, their wine isn't as processed, homemade, filled with antioxidants, etc. So it's definitely a different wine than what we're drinking here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. One texter is just saying to eat grapes. I don't know if it works that way, though. No, I don't think so. No. And have you seen the price of grapes? I might as well just buy a bottle of wine. What are, what are, grapes, what are grapes going for? That's like eight bucks for a bag. Yeah, just like get a, a bottle a of wine. Half bag? Yeah, yeah, just get a bottle of wine. It's way more fun than regular grapes. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who like reading celebrity books, Pamela Anderson has a book coming out. And um, she's also leaked um, some little tidbits that are going to be in there. So I'm not sure if you saw this, but uh, Pamela Anderson said that Tim Allen flashed her on the set of Home Improvement back in the day. Mm. Apparently he had like a robe and she walked by and he opened up that robe and flashed her. He had boxers underneath because uh, well, Patricia. Uh, I Yeah, I the the wife. Patricia Heaton. Patricia Heaton. Yeah. Yeah. Someone. Yeah. Someone said that uh, uh, he was wearing the kilt, but it was boxers underneath. Patricia also kind of said, though, but I ain't no Pam Anderson. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. So Pamela Anderson is sticking to her story. Um, She is saying, though, that it wasn't a big deal. She said, quote, Tim is a comedian. It's his job to cross the line. I'm sure he had no bad intentions. Times have changed, though. I doubt that anyone would try that post hashtag me too. It's a new world. Now, um, of course, Patricia Heaton also said that um, he flashed her as well, but was kind of like on. It was like an old blooper reel. Mm, mm -hmm. Tim's wearing a kilt and he lifts it up. And Patricia looked shocked, but uh, that's where he was wearing boxers because he was on set. Yeah, but so Pamela it's not Anderson's really comparable. Like, she's calling out a lot of people. Well, yeah, I've got who else she's calling yeah, she out. Called out Sly. Yeah, she said that Sylvester Stallone once asked her to be his number one girl. Yeah, she he offered her a condo and a Porsche mm-hmm. in exchange for that number one status. She turned him down. And I think he said, like, that's all you're ever going to get. Kind yes, of thing. he did like, say. Yeah. <laughs> he, of course, is denying all of that. Yeah. yeah. And then I um, can only imagine the crap that she has seen and heard and just like the the, the situations that she was yeah. around. Oh, and then this one's really weird. Pamela Anderson also says that she caught Jack Nicholson having a threesome. Wow. It's going to be a good book. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I just, I can't read it on the radio. You're going to have to like read Pam's book. Yeah. It is graphic. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I like, don't think no, yeah, I, I don't mean, think she's holding back. I mean the threesome. Like details. Yeah. yeah. There's like I yeah, read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's clip. what I mean. I don't think she's holding back on anything. I can't read it on the radio. <laughs> You're gonna have to go look for it yourself. But if you read her quotes on what she saw Jack Nicholson get up to. Which is wild that like she's rolling all this out right now. Because I felt like within the last couple of years, like she tried to like clean up her image and just like because she has a uh, house flipping well, I don't think show. She to clean up her image. Well no, but she has a house flipping show on she HGTV. Does. And then she's just like uh like in like just painted in a nice light. Uh, yeah, like, a nice, a, like she lives on like, the island, island and, life, and I'm just yeah. casual. I just want to be like living a quiet, living life, a quiet now, life, and then blows out all this stuff. And oh yeah, like, what? <laughs> I can't wait. So if you like reading about celebrity mm-hmm. and um, and uh, Pamela Anderson, mm-hmm. she, does she still live in British Columbia or did she move? No, I think she ended up going back. She ended up she going back to LA or whatever. Guy. Right? Yeah. Well, pick up the book. Mm. It's supposed to be some hot goss in there. Which is pretty cool. All right, is this a legitimate way to go through life, or does it just show how privileged you are? A new term is out called lucky girl syndrome, and it's been trend- trending. It's pretty much when you assume everything is going to work out in your favor, and people claim it somehow causes good things to come your way. Mm. Yeah, have you heard um, the word, I manifested it? Ma- Manifest was a big thing when that, uh, like, WeWork, WeWork was yeah. around. Just manifest it. Just let it manifest. Yeah, I'm going to manifest it. Was also ran by well, yeah. insane people. Because Manifest but, was big, what, last year or two? Well, manifest, manifest has been around a lot longer. Yeah, it yeah. goes back to, like, 2006. Oh, sure, yeah. But I think uh, it just, like, makes its rounds. Now, Rami, um, do you work or live with a lot of people who are trying to manifest good things? <laughs> The funny thing is, not not in this workplace, oh. but a lot of my friends from uh, university. They manifest? Yeah, they're kind of on this train. And really? for some of them, it kind of works out. For mm. some of them, they're just kind of in total disbelief. Like, I manifested everything, but it's still not going my way. But aren't you, like, <laughs> if you're thinking about doing something. <laughs> but, like, don't you just say, like, you're like, I want this, I want, I want this job. Don't you just, like, bust your butt to get the job? Well, yeah. You can't just sit there and think about it. Go bust your ass and get the job. Here's the thing. I think there is some, like, there is, how do I explain what I'm trying to say? There is some truth, because this is used in sports psychology as well, of, like, imagining yourself in, like, you really want the job. Yeah. So if you kind of, like, sit and meditate or think about, like, and imagine yourself, like, getting that job or... Like, um, like in in sports psychology, it's like of winning that game or reaching that like uh, that plateau of being like an incredible mm. athlete. Like yeah. you envision yourself doing it mm. is like I think that there's a benefit to that because it it gives like you in, internal motivation. Internal motivation. It gives you confidence. Uh. It can you know. And I think that that's what's being kind of twisted into this uh, manifest. I'm manifesting running this station. Do you think that'll ever happen? No, I don't. I'm going to make some damn changes around here. Yeah. <laughs> I think it has a lot to do with, um, I think we're just too hard on ourselves overall. <sighs> like when people manifest their destiny, I think it kind of gives them that confidence boost mm. that they can actually yeah. see themselves doing what they imagine. Yeah. Right? What would you manifest right now, Mars? Uh, if you're if you're big into manifest manifesting or manifestation, what is it? Um, manifesting? Mani- I'll manifesting, go with manifesting. I guess, yeah, be manifesting. <laughs> we'll go with that. I don't know. Maybe I'd manifest myself like, like I've got some goals, like some running goals that I want to hit. So manifest that? So like if I like, yeah. Do you have to talk to yourself sometimes, or you just think about it? Sometimes when I run, I envision myself like Breaking running. through the finish line. Yeah, for real. Pshh. 
Yeah, and like, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. How, and how that will. And I know it sounds silly, but like, and how that will look, or like, you know, I want to run five k in mm. in less than forty minutes. So I'm. Oh, I think you like this. So I'm like, yeah. no, but it's not. It's not bad. You know, people do it every day. Yeah. Well, someone pointed out that this is just a rehashing of something called the law of assumption. That's something some dude came up with in the 1960s. Basically, that is as if you assume something's true. It eventually manifests itself and becomes reality. Uh, so it's not, well, I mean, I guess. It's also similar, and in my opinion, more similar to The Law of Attraction, mm-hmm. which was made famous by a book called The Secret in 2006. Oh, that was a big thing. Eh? Now, Rami, you're probably too young to remember the craze of The Secret in 2006, but it was like every Gwyneth Paltrow was walking around with The Secret and reading it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did see it on a lot of coffee tables growing up. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, give it a shot. Maybe if you're trying it, maybe it's worked for you. Someone wants to manifest six donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? You can manifest anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you can manifest anything. Just head on over to Tim's. Yeah. Get, 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 the, get the six donuts. Get her want. done. It's a reality, buddy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> get it done. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you guys saw this photo in the news. I'm going to put it up on the app right now is the app working yet yeah who knows okay no it's not all right um a delivery driver in the uk tried to deliver a sofa and they had to get it up a staircase on and um they didn't make it oh no not that the person delivering the sofa didn't make it but the fact that the sofa itself didn't make it it got wedged on the staircase so instead of trying to figure it out (laughs) the brand new one too yeah the company's delivery men just left it wedged and guys to make it worse it's a hide a bed oh god is it the heaviest most obnoxious piece of furniture look at that look at at the inside of it Oh, man, it is. So it got stuck there. So when the person came home from work, there was a note from the delivery guy saying, listen, we got this stuck. We've got to get going. Mm -hmm. Sorry, it's stuck here now. Mm -hmm. Crash, just put the picture up in the app there if you do want to have a look at it. (laughs) It's pretty bad. What do you do in that situation? Like, obviously, you got to find a way to move it. It happens. I would try. I don't know. I don't know what I would do call a bunch of folks and see if we can still get it up because i feel like um i feel like coming down would be the worst move this staircase has basement vibes um so i'm guessing oh you think they're going down yeah yeah i feel like it's uh i feel like they're bringing it into the basement because moving furniture into the basement is literally the worst those staircases aren't built for furniture. Knock out the railing. Whereas like if you're going upstairs usually you got like kind of a straight run or like a wider little landing but your basement doesn't have that much room. Yeah, they're going to have to break out that railing. Yeah, bust out the railing and get that couch down there. That sucks. That does suck. Yeah, because you're probably going to put a hide bed in the basement. Right. Yeah, because yeah, that's where your guests are going to be. Mm-hmm. Now, with that story, a debate started. Once you're past your mid-20s and a full-fledged adult, is it rude to ask friends to help you to move? Uh, yeah, because we don't want to do it. <laughs> no one wants to help someone move because no one enjoys it. Yeah. At what age do we stop helping people move? Uh, 20. Yeah. Tw- yeah. Early 20s. Early 20s. Early 20s. Because at that point, j- chances are you probably have moved tons of uh, yeah. times already. 
like yeah. a handful of times anyways and no one's happy about it so eventually in your 20s you're like oh my god it's kind of worth saving your money and getting a moving company to come in <laughs> <laughs> to move the big stuff to move the big stuff yeah like move all your own boxes and whatever but your mm-hmm. heavier stuff maybe save your cash and pay someone to move it Rami you moved in the last little while hey yeah did you ask your friends to help you move yeah I did have a buddy come out from Calgary what? who helped me move wow but we're kind of in this stage now where a lot of my friends are finishing post-secondary uh, they're actually going to like a place they'll settle down for for at least a few years sure yeah so it's and they kind of, helped you yeah because <laughs> I helped him back in the day right so it's like a give and take thing yeah you helped him back in the day you were younger but now you you're in your 20s and he still was willing to help you but not that like you're a horrible human being (laughs) (laughs) but think of it this way like at the end of the day yeah moving kind of sucks yeah then you get to just chill have a few beers yeah some pizza yeah yeah initially you're like great i can do that at the end but when you're stuck in a hallway shoving a couch or uh, a six drawer long dresser up for a four-story walk up (laughs) you hate everything about it yeah you do yeah yeah most people are saying that after like 24 years old you shouldn't be asking friends to help with heavy stuff like your couch Mm -hmm. as always the reactions online are pretty mixed some people think it's dead on others are saying no man that's what friends are for Mm -hmm. let's get moving this couch yeah let's get moving this kitchen table let's get moving you know your bedroom i bet you a lot of people have asked their friends and they're like oh they come up with an excuse they didn't necessarily flat out turn you down they're just like oh Oh, uh, we're going to Banff that weekend. <laughs> yeah. Here's some of the questions that they asked regarding asking your friends. Mm-hmm. Would you ask a friend to help move furniture? 54% of people said yes. Would you ask your friend to help you paint your entire apartment? No. No, <laughs> no I wouldn't either. 32% of people said, yeah, I'd ask my friends. Hmm. Would you ask your friends to help deep clean your place before you move out? No, that's terrible. 10% of people said they would ask their friends. You clean your own filth. Right? (laughs) Can you ask a friend to pick you up at the airport? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally fine. Like if you need a lift? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that should be like 90%. 80% of people said, yeah, yeah, they can do that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. If someone called me and they're like, hey, uh, can you pick me up? Sure. If I got time. Is it okay to borrow a small amount of money from a friend? The small amount given in this example was $400 or less. No. That's when you get in trouble. Uh, if you're giving money to your friend, expect not to get it back. Exactly. But yeah. if, you can, if you can live without 50 bucks, would you give it to your friend? 50 bucks, sure. Because they say 400 or less. Yeah. 50 bucks, yeah. 400, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting it back. You're not. No. It's like, yeah. yeah. When you lend money, make yeah. sure that you don't need it back. If you get it back, bonus. Yeah. Just expect to not get it back. 33% of people said yes. Mm-hmm. They would lend $400 or less to a friend. But by the way, it drops to just 3% for a large amount of money. Is it okay to ask a friend to make a fake dating profile? And message your significant other to see if they'd flirt with them. Damn. Wow. That's specific. That's the last one, and that's a specific Hmm. question. Why would you involve your friend in that? Why wouldn't you just create a profile? (laughs) Right? Oh, yeah. You don't need to include someone else on that. Because the risk of then your significant other seeing it like on your phone or on your tablet or something right yeah what a weird thing it'd be a really hard position to explain yourself in like no i was just trying to test you babe just just kidding just kidding (laughs) 21 percent of people said that that was okay yeah wow 
Wow, that's it's a okay shocking amount. To ask a friend to make a fake dating profile and yeah. then message your significant other to see if they'd flirt. Jeez. Well, here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. What is the worst thing mm-hmm. a friend asked from you? Mm-hmm. Was it to move like their pool table? (laughs) Did you have a friend ask you to help move their piano? Yeah. Did you have a friend ask you for $10,000? Did you have a friend? Would you co-sign a loan? No, do not. Do not. For a friend. Yeah. Would you? No, absolutely not. Don't income to me. (laughs) <laughs> not, a, not a freaking chance Co-signing is a tough one There's parents that won't even co-sign for their kids Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> You're absolutely right So why do you think a friend, friend would co-sign for you? Would you co-sign for a friend, Rami? No, not at all yeah, a okay. No, you yeah, wouldn't, yeah. eh? Would you ask a friend? No No No. I don't think I would either No, I'd figure it out I'd try to figure it out I'd probably just go to my dad yeah, but those parents, like I said, some parents would be like, mm, he'd probably no. turn me down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what is the worst thing, in your opinion, mm. that a friend asked you to do? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Did your friend ask you to do something weird? Yeah. Was it fine? Was it uh, involving money? Was it uh, moving something? Yeah. Was it covering something up? We were talking about this because of a poll that someone did that asked, is it okay to help your friends move? Um, most people said that full-fledged adults should never ask. You should just hire a mover. But an online poll found that 54% of us said, no, you know what? It's fine. Mm. So then they started to ask a number of other questions, including would you help a friend move something big, like a big piece of furniture? Would you ask a friend to paint your entire apartment? Would you ask to borrow money? Would a friend ask you, is it okay? A small amount of money. At this point, they say $400 or less. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Four hundred bucks is a lot of cash. Three hundred yeah. bucks, two hundred bucks. Like that's a good chunk of change. Yeah. So we want to know from you guys what is the strangest, oddest, or worst thing that a friend has asked you to do, and did you do it? Like, did they ask you to move their piano? Mm. Oh God, I'd be like, why do you have this piano? You don't even play it, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Dan, how you doing, buddy? Good, how you doing? Good, good. Uh, we're talking about um, the uh, interesting things that uh, friends have asked of you. Um, what did your friend ask you for? Well, I mean, my friend asked me to uh, co-sign for, he didn't really have much credit, so he asked me to co-sign for his car <gasps> about three oh my years God. ago. Yeah. And um, um, uh, he, they actually put me as the uh, primary and him as the co-signer. And it's been three years and he's never missed a payment and he's almost got uh, the car paid off. Oh! Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, he's been doing awesome. Holy crap! And it actually made my credit go up. Well, I guess yeah, because that's that, awesome. I guess in that in that situation, you were the primary owner of the car then. Yeah, I had to be because he barely had any uh, credit. But yeah. it, was, it was his car, but he was paying for it. But it was like six hundred bucks a month, and uh, yeah, he never missed one. Oh man, I guess that's one way of doing it. Because if he did miss one, it's your car. Go take it. Yeah, you could just pick up the payment and and like save your credit, and sell it or whatever. Yeah, and then yeah, sell I the car, or whatever. I wasn't going to, so it was a BMW. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's a good buddy. That's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because I I've, I've only heard horror stories of co-signing. So yeah, yeah kudos. That's awesome. Yeah, kudos to your buddy. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. man. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Have a good day. Yeah. You too, man. Bye-bye. Bye bye. That's a. 
That's rare. It worked That's a out. rare success story. But like, it, it like, he, like he said, he was the primary owner. I was. I still wouldn't do that. Yeah. But because uh, ultimately he can go take the vehicle or say his buddy stole the vehicle, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Although it could probably end up messy, right? Hmm. Um, this text here, 56789, says, hey, guys, please keep me anonymous. I had a friend ask me to help them um, demo their bathroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I would do that. Which, seeing how I'm handy around some tools, I said for sure. Yeah. Well, once I demoed that bathroom, then came the, well, I need the money to, to fix it now. Oh, that's not my problem. He said that he thought he was going to be able to do it for $200. <laughs> <laughs> And I told him he would probably need at least two grand after oh, we demoed it no. at the very least. Did he throw back at you? Well, I don't have a bathroom now. Yep. What, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Oh. He said, I walked out of there, bathroom demo. Don't know if he ever fixed it up. We haven't spoken for two years. Oh, no. So he kind of tricked him, right? Yeah. Thinking that he, I guess, would what, foot the bill maybe? And fix and, the and, and, and rent the bathroom. Yeah, and finish the bathroom based on this guy's $200 budget. Oof. A $200 budget is decor. That ain't demo. <laughs> oh, gosh. You can jazz up a bathroom decor with 200 This text here says, guys, my friend got me to create a fake profile on Facebook and message her ex-husband to talk to him. <gasps> he was fooling around at the time, so she just wanted to confirm it by seeing if he would engage. Not only that, she would get me to drive by their place while she was gone to see if he had anybody over. That's a lot. Of course, while I was driving by... Once he was outside and he waved at me. Mm. Oh. oh, so he saw oh. you. He's like, hi, I don't know why you're here, but hello. This is also their place is kind of on a weird hidden street, so it's not like I would accidentally <laughs> drive down there. It was so embarrassing. Uh. Needless to say, they're not together anymore. He was fooling around, but I don't know why I did that after I was asked. You were asked to do something like that. I was. Yeah. I was. Yeah, what an awkward situation that was, because we are friends with both those people. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Yeah, shut it down. But you, by shutting it down, ruined a friendship. I was asked to do some drive-bys yeah. and look at some... It did ruin the friendship because, yes. Yeah, it's like, why yes. wouldn't you do that for me? And then all of a sudden, the old sides. Well, you're taking that yeah, side. You're, you're taking, taking this side. I was like, I'm uh, taking no sides. I don't like either of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk to either of you anymore. I don't want to talk to either of you anymore. It's awkward. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, Kayla, how you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? Good, good. Uh, you had a friend ask you ask you to help them move, right? Yeah. So when I was in university, um, I had a friend, and you know, she called me frantically. Yeah. Uh, to come help her pack up and move out because her and her boyfriend broke up. So oh, I know the breakup move over there. Uh-huh. Uh, she is bawling the entire time. Yeah. He's yelling at me oh. and her. He like freaks out. He's breaking dishes, throwing oh stuff. Oh my and god! And I'm like, "Is this yours?" And like stuffing it in boxes. You're still trying and, like, to pack, trying to pack the car. <laughs> it was the most awkward thing I've ever done in my entire life. Oh. And then get her all moved out. A week later, she moved back in. <gasps> no! Oh, I didn't see that yeah. coming. You got put through all that crap for nothing. What? For nothing, it was horrible, and yeah, our relation, like my relationship with her boyfriend, from that point on, was just so awkward. Like, could barely look oh. that guy in the face. Well, yeah, because yeah, look at what you witnessed, right? Like, uh, you know, yeah. he knows. Like, what an awkward time. You're just watching oh. a couple battle it out, and you're like oh, wrapping yeah. dishes in newspaper, yeah. being like, um, <laughs> is this the kitchen box? 
yeah. I couldn't think of a more. Oh, I I don't know what I would have done. That's so awkward. You're a well, good friend. They had shared stuff, so I'm like, is this his? Is this yours? I don't know what to do. <laughs> would you literally? Yeah. Would you wait for a break in the yelling and be like, um, is this one yours? Is this yours? I I think we just took stuff that ended up not being. <laughs> All hers. Oh. Like, yeah, all these dishes. It's going to take this whole cupboard. I, I can't <laughs> believe, like, a week later, she's like, we're in love again. I, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. It was awful. It was Terrible. awful. Terrible. Thankfully, they did eventually, for real, break up. She's no, with that's another good. guy. That's married, good. Married, pregnant, you, and then things are much better. Oh, <laughs> did you well, help, that's good Did news. you help her move out? No. The second time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, one and done. That's it. Skip that one. She gets yeah. one. That's all she got. Yeah, she gets one Kayla move. <laughs> That's right. All right. Thanks for sharing that. Thank you. Not a problem. Have a great day, guys. Yeah, yeah you, you too. too. Bye-bye. Bye. One Kayla move. Have you guys ever been, like, in the middle of a friend? They're a couple and they're fighting? Yeah. It is the worst she awkward it is it's I, you don't even need to know the people it's awkward when you see a couple fighting at a table next right. to you at a restaurant it is, you're right and you're like uh-huh. oh god and you're, it's not, the you're worst. not part of it but man is that awkward god yeah uh anonymous hello oh hey Hi. uh you you had to help a buddy move how'd that go uh no i was actually helping move um he actually called me this was like 10 years ago and he asked if we could meet in Fort Saskatchewan. And right away, just the way he was talking, I was like, okay, this is a little weird. Okay. Um, he had asked me to borrow $300. Oh, okay. All right. But, this is under that 400 threshold. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't for him. Oh. Who was it for? It was, it was for a woman he had met online. Oh. Uh. That he had also ended up meeting in person, but the story is he had given her twenty six thousand dollars. <gasps> no. Because, yeah, twenty six thousand. He was eighteen at the time. Twenty six thousand dollars already in his bank account. Oh my god. Give it all away. God. Because she was apparently, and she had some legal battles uh-huh. going on. Oh, and I bet she did. Lawyers. Uh huh. Don't and we all? Bet. Yeah. He gave her twenty six thousand. That is unbelievable. And then he needed he's he was still looking for more money to give her, so he wanted to he yeah. hit you up for three hundred. Yeah, because she needed apparently uh some costs to get back to BC for her court date. So she you didn't, didn't miss it. You didn't give him that cash, did you? No, no, I did not. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I'm sorry. Someone that makes a choice like that, I can't be friends with you. Did <laughs> Yeah. Um did well, you... still friends to this day. He's made his money back, he's moved on, but oh. still yeah. six thousand dollars. Oh. Did he ever yeah. see anything out of that oh, twenty? No. no, she she promised to give it back, never saw her again. Oh yeah. Block banned. Yeah, gone. Yeah, he filed the police report and everything, but yeah. they basically told him like, "There's nothing we can do. We don't have a name. We don't have anything on this woman. Like who yeah. she is." So yeah, that money's, money's gone. gone I doubt it was yeah. even a chick. <laughs> well, yeah. well, no, he met her. Yeah. Yeah, he said oh. he met. He knew her in person. Uh, but oh, okay. All right. Okay. Oh, Thanks, anonymous. Thanks, anonymous. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. He was smart. He knew. He knew that that lady was was a scam artist. Twenty six thousand. Ouch. Did you even have twenty six thousand when you uh, were eighteen? No, no. no. I yeah. like that was like half of my debt. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was in school debt and yeah, credit card debt. Eighteen? Oh well, my god! Wow. wow. Good on you. I yeah. guess you shouldn't have gave it away. <laughs> yeah. Man. Wow. Um. Oh, what is this? Uh, okay. Anonymous. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. Uh, you had a weird request from a uh, friend, right? Yes, I did. Okay. okay. What What was yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. So she uh she didn't want to go to like a sale camp, 
like she didn't want to go sailing with yeah. um, like you know a group of people. Sure, yeah, yeah. And she asked me to, yeah, she asked me to break her hand. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No. Because she didn't want to go sailing, like sailing on a boat. Sailing on a boat, so she was looking for a way out. And first, uh, she bought like cast, but you know, like um, <laughs> cast you use at home, yeah. like at Home Depot. And she was trying to put it on her leg to pretend that it's a real cast. But I was like, I don't think it looks. Um, it doesn't look real. So she, yeah, like, so she was like, "You that? have to break my hand." I was like, "No, no, I don't <laughs> think then, I could. I don't think I then, could do that to someone." Yeah, I, she just put her hand in between the doors and I slammed it and... What? Oh my yeah. God. You actually you slammed the door? You know, she yeah, could have just did. said, I'm not going sailing. I don't yeah. want to do it. Yeah. Why didn't she yeah. just say, I don't want to do it? Oh, girls are dumb at 16 or 17. Uh, wow. What to tell you? Um, the door, did it break her, her wrist? Yeah, or? it did. It, oh, my oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, what did. the? I did not think pretty... this story would go. Yeah. No. <laughs> I thought yeah. I thought you would have told her to uh, like piss off and leave. Or like you guys no. would have like faked a cast or like tensor yeah. bandaged it or something. No. No. No, I broke her hand. And uh, wow. yeah, we're still friends. And um, uh, do you guys like yeah. sit back and laugh about it now with her like crooked uh, wrist? I, I try not to think about it anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> Up until today. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, Yanked that one out of you. We're talking about weird uh, requests yeah. from friends. It, like, it's what she wanted. She was crying, but she was thanking me at the same time. That so is I was like, crazy. Out of all the, yeah. uh, the messages that we received today, that is the craziest friend request. You win that I one. Think, yeah, I think you won it. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. Well, we're, fr- we're still very good friends and we don't do shit like that. So. Yeah, yeah, well, that's okay. good news. That's good news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like you said, you were 16. Yeah. Things are dramatic when you're 16. And I hope she didn't become a sailor because what a wasted, broken no. wrist. No. <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. One of the biggest tenants in Edmonton City Centre Mall has announced that they are closing their doors for good. Sport Check and Atmosphere will close permanently on March the 12th. Which is wild. Yeah, it well, is. It's it's wild, but not surprised. It's, just, it's a big tenant <laughs> yeah. for kind of an already empty mall. That is the creepiest mall ever. Uh-huh. Yes. Like, especially when, like, the sun is going down and it gets an odd light in there. I feel like it's, like, zombies and stuff should be coming out of the woodwork. Yes. Because <laughs> it's um, just closed storefronts everywhere and banks. So, the you're right. So, the company didn't really provide a reason for the store closing. But Sean, who is the general manager of Edmonton City Centre, said that he's disappointed by the news, adding that the mall's ownership group has spent hundreds of millions of dollars in downtown Edmonton. But the is hesitant to invest more because of safety issues. The quote went on to say the significant safety issues we have had to endure to date has exacerbated the already difficult pandemic loss of tenancies and workers. We have no confidence to make any new material investments in Edmonton City Centre until we see a concerted and sustained effort to improve existing conditions. Simply put, 
The quote continues, the current state of downtown Edmonton and perceived lack of urgency from different levels of government is hindering hundreds of millions of dollars in future investments from organizations such as ours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And once, yeah. It, it's wild that they're that such a big... Uh, like one of the remaining anchors is pulling out. Yeah. Um, I was in there uh, last week. I was picking up some gloves and yeah, the amount of security in there yeah. is wild. And the amount of security guarding sport check is wild. Like I walked through probably three security guys right at the Outside doors of sport, of sport check. Yeah. And I went in and got my gloves and then walked back out. And the security's still standing there and there's security all over the mall. And I don't know why, but some security are walking with cops. I don't know what that is. I've well, seen that. They for prob- le- so the security I, guides probably need protection. I guess. Cause I've seen that. I thought yeah. it was just like a one off thing, but I've seen that now for like the last couple weeks. Yeah. Some security are walking with cops throughout the mall. Like there's a lot in there. I, but there's nothing to make you want to go to the mall. I'm, I'm shocked. Winners is still in there. Yeah. Like this is mine and crashes neighborhood. So, um, we're in there often, but I, I like, I would love to see it, uh, flourish. I would love to see it flourish. Yeah. I go to the shoppers. Why it's the mall has two shoppers. Yeah, the mall. Yeah, so I'll go to either shoppers, <laughs> and that's uh, and I've been. Uh, no, I went to the Dollarama there once. The Dollarama's fine. The Dollarama's good. It's yeah. a good Dollarama. Well, sure, it's it's Dollarama. It's, it's a Dollarama. Fine. It's fine. Yeah, I'm just uh, yeah, I'm I'm shocked. It's just it just sucks. It's just sad. Like yeah. get on it, government. It's a very sad state. The news comes the same day the province said it delivered a promise to spend $5 million on the downtown core. But a lot of people are saying, well, what's $5 million? Like, Well, yeah, what's that going to do? The city of Edmonton received $4 million and has promised more live events. That's going to help. <laughs> I mean, I guess they figure if they have more live events, they're bringing more people into the, the downtown. I, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a, in the meetings. But a live event's know. not a, that's not a long fix. No, a quick, it's a night. That's one night. You're like, yay, we got a bunch of people downtown. There's more, more security, more cops. And then yeah. the event finishes. And then what? Promotion. Yeah. Graffiti removal, cleaning and snow removal as well. The other million dollars went to the Downtown Business Association, which will be used for beautification like murals. Flowers will really help. I mean, I do like flowers. I mean, get get those flowers out. It looks good. Um, Startup expenses for retail, pop up retail spaces and marketing, which also has a lot of people saying, what is a million dollars going to do? Yeah, like, millions nothing. I know it's a lot of money, but for when, pro- you s- when the problems are this large, yeah, it's a drop in a bucket. Oh yeah, yeah. And you want to, sp- yeah. Once you spread out that cash, yeah, that's not doing much. And like, who's paying for the security guards? Is it building management or are the companies having to get their own security? Uh, I would imagine the mall's paying for the security. Probably yeah. every day the mall opens, they're in the red. Like deep. I would imagine. I don't <laughs> know. I, like, oh yeah, yeah. Because there, there's, and you know what? The mall. I guess. What else do you do? The, the, it's literally buzzing with security everywhere. Yeah, there's there is so a lot much of security. security in that mall. But like, what do you do? Yeah. And like, you got to get people. It's just and you, an empty mall and attracts you get, uh, unsavory people. And unfortunately, there's a whole bunch of other yeah. issues. That you got to get programs in too. place yeah. and. Yeah. Grego makes a good point. He says this city has been killing downtown for decades. It's the government elected. Mm. Maybe less construction dealing with the homeless problem might help as well. Says though we do like constructing ourselves out of problems though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We do. Other people are saying you need police not security. 
Security doesn't have enough power. Well, there are some cops in there. Yeah, but there's not enough. Well, yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I walk by there every single day, guys. I'm there every mm. single day. That's exactly where I walk by mm. to go to the gym every single day. Yeah. And I stay on the side of the Y. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, sometimes there's a little camp set up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I stay on yeah. the side of the Y. And even, like, that side, sometimes I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It spills over. Yeah. Keep my earbuds in and we'll walk fast. Yeah, do, 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 yeah there's do, a major do, do. problem, and I don't think the Millie's going to help. <laughs> so that, um, yeah, that really sucks. Mm. Yeah, it sucks, and I hope, I hope that governments, both provincial and municipal, work together yeah. to get yeah. something going. Yeah. Right? yeah, we need that. Well, if you do want to get out of the city uh, and you can't wait to get out and enjoy the great outdoors this summer, camping reservations in Alberta... Um, are open. Damn. Are they doing like the whole like draw system? Well, okay. So last year, Alberta Parks processed more than 260,000 reservations online. So the method is like really popular. The Alberta Parks online reservations are a year round service with the start of reservations varying by each campground season opening date. Reservations can be made 90 days in advance for individual and backcountry camping and 180 days in advance for group and comfort camping. Because they opened it in, like, uh, different uh, little, like, sections throughout. Yeah, they do, yeah. Throughout the next couple months, right? So, it, it, they're open Yeah. Um, 90 days from when campsites start opening. Oh, okay. So, there's certain campsites then that yeah. 90 days 90 from now? days from now, I would oh. not think camping, but there's some rough and tough. That'll be... February, March, April, so it'll be May, the beginning of May. <laughs> sometimes, eh? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Now, there's a couple of ways to check a campground's availability. If you know, like, what holidays or what weekends you can take, you can go online, reserve.albertaparks.ca, or by phoning the contact center. Uh, you have to Google that number there. It's a long one. Mm. If no campsites are available when you first try to reserve one, you are encouraged to check back occasionally. Changes and cancellations often um, happen so hmm. there you go so go check that out if camping's your jam some uh, campsites say they're opening up in may so that's 90 days from now could you camp like uh in may like a brisk because uh, in may the nights still get pretty cold would you ever pop a tent and get in there um well, actually what am i saying yeah not even dead of summer would you do that <laughs> <laughs> It's not, it's not really my thing. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not uh, it's not really my thing. But you know what, though? I know some people love it. Like, Haley loves it. I know mm. Adam loves it. Yeah. Like, the people love it. So, mm -hmm. they are open. Um, get those going. I'm going to get into camping. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mars not buying that. No. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. This sounds like a story that should be straight out of our friends down south in the U.S. A Canadian is taking McDonald's to court... For a hot coffee drive through incident. But the cup warns you. It says, caution, hot. We're going to head out to Vancouver for this story here, where a quick drive through caffeine fix apparently turned into a really bad day for someone who is now suing. Now, according to court records, the notice of civil claim was filed in the Supreme Court of Vancouver about a year ago. The client was at a McDonald's drive through in Burnaby, they ordered coffee at the window, but the McDonald's employee failed to secure the lid properly. Oh. The employee let go of the cup, 
of, quote, scalding hot coffee before the client could grab a hold of it and it spilled all over them. Now, they allege that they sustained injuries due to the incident, including burns on their left thigh and left wrist. Wrist. They're seeking damages, but the amount of total damages sought was not listed in this news story. That is a gamble, grabbing it by the lid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's sue-worthy, but uh, yeah. Did you say this was McDonald's? Yeah. Because infamously, they had that other lawsuit way back when. I think it was like 1994. Of just hot coffee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then now they have caution, hot liquids inside this cup on there to cover their ass on that. But a lid? Tim's for a while there. I don't know if they're doing it anymore. They had the... um, that little serving tray on the hockey stick that they would hand out. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, what a great idea. Because then it's up to you to grab the to cup grab by it. the cup. It's your fault then if you... Yeah. Whereas is like, it? if they're handing you the cup and then typically you'll put your hand over the top and clip your fingers on the lid and, hold, and grab it yeah, into your Yeah, and then car. grab it. Yeah. Is it just me? Or like, do you find that like it's never hot? What do you mean? Like it's 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 like warm hot. Yeah. But it's not... Like I've I've never gotten like a... A coffee or a Tim's or a tea or a latte or whatever yeah, from yeah. anywhere. Huh. Starbucks, Tim's, yeah. it also doesn't matter. And it's never been like hot, hot. Oh, I've had piping hot. Have you? Yeah. Oh, maybe I just like had a, bad luck then. Like an Americano at uh, Tim's, piping hot. Yeah. I'm not getting milk in it though. Are you getting a lot of uh, milk in yours? Because that'll cool uh, it down. With my quick. tea, I, I like yeah. it with milk. Yeah. yeah. So that would cool it down. Because you, like, you're drinking yours black, right? Yeah. I just That's go why black. it's piping yeah, yeah. hot then. Like your green teas, those would be piping hot. Yeah, I guess they are. Right? Because you know. can't drink them right away. You pop the lid and you're like, ah, Yeah. Ah. And then she demands six cubes of ice. No more, no less. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Crash is telling lies. Uh, this text here says, I agree, Mars. I get a double-double and it's always warm. It's never like hot, hot. Mm-hmm. Like it's like warm, hot. But like not like if I spilt it on my lap, well, I'm double, not double. getting burns. Two milk. That's, co- that's cooling it. Two milk or two cream. That's cooling it down. Hmm. Jesse says, nope, McDonald's is so hot. I usually can't drink it for a half an hour after I pick it up. Yeah. Yeah, I think if uh, I'm, I'm going to guess if you're like a one milk or no, no milk, no cream, then yeah, it's going to be it's going to be piping hot because mm-hmm. I'll sometimes take the lid off to cool it even quicker. OK. All right. Yeah. Uh, Sapphire, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Hi, we're good. Doing pretty good. Uh, you used to work at McDonald's, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. What do you think about uh, this lawsuit about the, the lid on the cup? Well, honestly, with like, because I, I did the drive through mostly, uh, the first window, the cash, but a lot of times the front, the yeah. front window, the handing out the orders window. Yeah, yeah. And so I would always make sure to put the, and we had signs up saying, please grab the cup by the sides and yes. not the lid. Oh, and the signs always, are still there. Yeah. Yeah. And so like the amount of people that would come in and just straight up ignore me, pretend I don't exist oh. <laughs> as I'm giving them their drinks oh. was, uh. Like, it's just ridiculous. So I kind of feel like it could be end user error, but... Mm. Yeah, grabbed it by the lid. This guy's probably not going to win his case. He says he didn't grab it. He says he was handed it by... Like, it, it the lid like, wasn't on. Yeah. It was handed... Yeah. 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 We, like, because when I hand the drink, so I would ha- hold it at the bottom so that they had side to grab oh. onto. I see, but yeah. most people still grab it by the lid. And when you grab it by the lid, you're pushing the sides of the lid in. Yeah. And so the lid's going to pop off. Yeah, yeah, it totally would. Yeah, because that lid's yeah. not holding yeah. too much. It's not I mean, like, it's not like okay, this. Yeah. But the, the cups and the lids themselves, sometimes you get 
bad ones and yeah. you try not to use them, but when you're serving well, yeah. when you're serving hundred and thirty cars an hour. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You're you're you're, not, you're getting things done. You're not examining the paper cup <laughs> to make sure that it's yeah, I get it. For sure. Unbelievable. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So I mean, who knows? Yeah. Good luck to that guy. Hopefully he's okay, but Exactly. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Sapphire. Yeah. Bye. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. Yeah. I mean, like she said, sometimes you get a bunk cup. Yeah. If your coffee is not hot enough, apparently at Starbucks, you can order it extra hot. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I you can actually, you really? can get it extra hot. Oh, I didn't know that. The thing is, is you can't grab any of those paper cuts by, cups by no, the lid. You shouldn't They're be not grabbing. screwed on. No, I shouldn't be grabbing them by even the if, Even if you hear that really satisfying, like, click of it going on, no. it's still not sturdy enough. It's like uh, Sapphire said, when you grab a cup, yeah. you tend to squeeze it just a bit. And then, pop, there's the top. This happened to Derek just this morning, you guys. Your lid popped off? He says, LOL. Yeah. Just this morning at McDonald's, they didn't yeah. secure the lid properly. I grabbed the cup just above the worker's hand, and the cup crushed and spilled hot coffee all over my lap. Oh. Hurts like hell. Well, Derek, there you go. Lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the top text. Time to sue, Derek. Yeah, right? <laughs> we know where Derek's headed today. Yeah. <laughs> Other people are saying you grab it from the side, and it still pops up. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you're squeezing it, it's going to pop. Yeah. Mm. Well, watch yourselves, guys. It's dangerous up there <laughs> when you're getting your coffee. And this isn't going to surprise anybody. The 2022 Nielsen streaming charts were released yesterday. Do you want to guess the most streamed TV show? Uh, most streamed I'll TV show. I'll give you a show. hint. It was on Netflix. On Netflix. Yep. Uh, Would have been, I'm going to guess the uh, Dahmer. Okay. Rami? I'm going to move I'm gonna oh, yeah. screen here. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm trying to think what even came out this year on Netflix. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily new. It's oh. not new. Oh, oh, it could be. Cl- oh, well, like it's means- a new it's a new season, oh, okay. but it's not a new show. Is it The Crown? It's not The Crown. Oh, that's good. It, that is a good guess. It is, in fact, Stranger Things. Oh. The most stream show of last year of 2022 yeah. was Stranger Things. 52 billion billion minutes wow holy <laughs> i it's weird because i don't even have fomo on stranger i things. don't either i i, I watched yeah. the first season i um, tried that's it it's because it's i and it's, i'm like nah. it just didn't hook me yeah didn't and hook now me it's too far gone to even think about catching up i think se- that's why i don't have fomo i'm like nah. how many seasons are there six five um, yeah let me take a look yeah there's quite a few Five, I, yeah, five or six. I've heard some people say like that. There's a couple of seasons in there that you could just yeah skip over. I'm gonna guess the number two is Cobra Kai. Uh, no, Crash Cobra Kai not on my list for TV shows. Um, number Which, two, by the way, Cobra Kai filming their last season. I know. I had that in the news the other day. Well, I'm just letting everyone know in <laughs> oh, case okay, you missed it. Okay, all yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> not informing you. Okay. Right. Says right. here they had four seasons. Four seasons. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, number two most streamed TV show NCIS. Oh, 38.1 billion minutes of people wow. watching that in 2022. Hmm. Number three, Coco Melon. What's Coco Melon? It's like a kid's show. It's a kid's show. Oh, okay. Yeah. 37.8 right. billion minutes. Jeez. Number four, Ozark. Oh, yeah, that was good. That's fantastic. Yeah. 31.3 billion minutes. Mm-hmm. And coming in at number five, Encanto. Mm. With 27.4 billion minutes streamed. I feel like you'll get on that like a Sunday morning. I'll come out and you'll yeah, be watching maybe. that. Maybe. No? I think I, I turned it on. I fell asleep. Oh, okay. That's why I didn't... Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> my sister-in-law. Oh. She just texted me. 
She said, you should have FOMO about Stranger Things. Oh, no. It's the effing best. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Devin. (laughs) I tried. I did. It's the same thing with that, with Yellowstone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I tried. Crash and I sat down. We're like, we are going to watch this Kevin Costner masterpiece. Everyone's talking about it. Oh, God. I think like the first episode was like two hours. I even went out and bought Wranglers and cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. Sure did. Assless chaps. I'm like, what more do you want? I'm like, look at this sexy beast. Couldn't get into it. Let's turn on Yellowstone. Yeah. I think we watched like three episodes and I'm like, I can't. Yeah, I don't even know if we made made it through three. Yeah. Do you think mm. part of the fun is actually finding the shows on your own? Because I feel like once a show gets too like hyped up yeah, yeah. and publicized, that's yeah. kind of like, uh, do I really want to watch Because we didn't even watch that... Um, oh, that one where um, it was like the competition... Um, Squid Game. Squid Game. Yeah, we didn't oh, watch yeah, that one either. Watch that. Didn't watch it. No, we didn't never. watch it. We tried to. We were like, we're going to watch Squid Game. Yeah. We never did. No. We never did. There's another new uh, competition show. Um, it's a, I think it's, is it 100%? Is that what it's called? Yeah. I turned that on the other day while I was doing some meal yeah. prep. It's okay. It's a. It's okay. I think it's more like background. I think it's called the 100. The, the 100? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh. And it's a, it's a strength competition. Yeah, yeah. With 100 people. With 100 people, yeah. Yeah. And they compete to death. They do. They do. <laughs> well, if Yellowstone, Stranger Things, or NCIS isn't your scene, maybe um, true crime is. We all know that we're kind of obsessed with it, but now some people are taking it a little too far. Mm. Are you ready for this? The latest social media trend is people putting together an in case I go missing binder. Oh my God. I'm not sure if this is healthy, but let's get into it. Uh, It doesn't sound like it would be healthy. (laughs) (laughs) So this binder is titled In Case I Go Missing. And it is, of course, in case they become the subject of a missing persons case and or a Netflix miniseries. (laughs) <laughs> so the production company has a bunch of stuff to go off well, of? No, I think it's so the police have some. Oh, okay. The binders include the following. DNA, fingerprints, uh-huh. handwriting samples, dental records, blood type, wow. medical history, mm-hmm. photos of tattoos, scars, and birthmarks, as well as images of them with different hairstyles and colors. Do they also put a list of potential people that could kill them or abduct them? Let's get to that. No, they don't. (laughs) Passwords for social media and messaging apps, important documents like birth certificates, licenses, and wills, all photocopied, work details, along with information on current and past relationships, including... Maybe a suspect that you have in mind. Imagine if you got a hold of someone's in case I go missing binder and you're written in it. I'd be like, oh, my God, where is the eraser? Well, maybe, though, maybe though, it's also for contact because it includes past relationships, mm-hmm. friends, family members, co-workers, future travel and past addresses and on and on. Hmm. Now, I looked into these last night because I was like, who is doing this? The binders are actually on Amazon. Well, I don't They're know. They're set you- up. You can get them. 
There's some on Etsy as well. Is I it found. like a fill in the blank binder? And they're not cheap, guys. One is called If I Go Missing. It sells for about 50 bucks. Couldn't you just go to Staples and get a damn binder with some paper you in it? You could make your own. Yeah, <laughs> you could definitely make your make your own. I'm wow. surprised, you guys. Yeah. There's actually someone in this office here. No. Who has one ready to go. Stop no. It. Is yeah. it you? No, oh, my it's God. It's not me. It's not me. I better not be in your book, Rami. <laughs> I was covering this person one day. Oh. And like just on the desktop, yeah, it yeah. said, In case I go missing. What? Of like. What the heck is this? Yeah, so you clicked that file. Oh, I, I didn't go that far, but uh, of course when wink, it came wink, back, nudge, you, nudge, you nudge, asked them. Rami. <laughs> <laughs> you asked them, why do you have this thing? Yeah, yeah. And um, they're just a fanatic about true crime podcasts. And oh they were actually talking God. about it on one of them. Really? So she thought it was a great way to just, you know. Just put uh, all that information out there. Yeah, better safe than sorry. Wow. I can't believe that. Mars I'm like, oh, my floored. mouth is open. That I'm legitimately floored. someone in this building. Well, because one. I was, <laughs> when I was prepping the show last night, in all honesty, I'm like, oh, this is a good story. And I started reading. I'm like, this is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, I guess ultimately, doing it. ultimately, it does kind of make sense, right? Okay, yeah. well, here's what It's thing. a one-stop shop of your information. Right. Okay, so is it healthy? And you hope that the cops would get it. Yeah, not, end no, up not, the like wrong a, hands. not like a fraudster yeah, or because yeah, yeah. it's a, that's a lot of information. Yeah, for me to steal your identity. Yeah. Um. So is it healthy? Probably not, but it depends. There's talk about how they could be handy in situations with like older family members or sudden health emergencies. It could also help with people's anxiety and mental health, like if they're stuck in a troubled relationship or if they feel unsafe. Right. These are all good things. Mm-hmm. But there's also reasons that this is a bad idea. I mean, beyond spending hours and hours preparing to be the victim of a violent crime that is probably not going to happen to you might mess with your head a little bit. It's really unlikely that you're going to go missing or be kidnapped or be the subject of a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. And even if you are, would anyone know that you have this hidden binder? And if it's not hidden, then could someone tamper with it? Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of info. Plus, like we just said, keeping all that vital information t- together can be problematic if it falls into the wrong hands. So if you do put one together, you probably shouldn't be talking about it on social media. I would like to read one <laughs> like, and, and just see like what they actually put in there and how detailed would you get? Ultimately, I just want to flip to the suspects page. <laughs> yeah, because there's got to be more to the story. Like, why is this person on here? Like, exactly. Yeah, I think, yeah, for you to actually create a binder like this or a file or whatever, like you, there's a part of you that like does think the what if. Why don't right? th- I mean, I don't know. Like, again, like I had said, like, this can be a really good thing. Like, if you are in a dangerous or um, an un, un, uh, uncomfortable situation right now. Mm. But could it also be a bad thing, especially if you're kind of pointing the police in a certain direction and they're just ignoring other aspects of it? Maybe. If yeah. something does happen to you, maybe they got the wrong person and maybe. they're just following your You lead. called them out. Yeah. Someone says, guys, I think this is just manifesting your own abduction. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Like, we were talking about like, manifesting but earlier. But like, legit, I kind like, of agree. Because you are kind of, you're not necessarily planning your abduction but you're you're planning the what if you could be potentially in this area which means you thought about your own abduction and what scenario what scenarios you could have ended up yeah in. like if you believe in manifesting maybe yeah Ugh. okay here's what i want to know from you guys this morning 780-489-4669 some people are also saying mm. isn't rami in for Haley working on well, yeah, everyone computer? thinks it's Haley now <laughs> It probably is. You think Kaylee would have that? I'll get to the bottom Although of it. Although maybe. Yeah. And you know what? I think sh- if she does have it, I think she would openly talk about it. 
and I'll be like, like yes, I'll see if she will. I am planning my abduction. <laughs> also, like Haley's, <laughs> Haley's like she's you know she's a personality. Yeah, she uh she's a, she's a weirdo. There's what do you mean? There's a chance that she could get a. Well, is no, that what I you're don't saying? think there's ever a chance that no. Oh, Haley's like, not coming no, back now. Haley's no, a great guy. Haley's a, no, no, just anyone else. Anyway, why are you calling out Hayden? I don't know. Hayden might just be sad at home being like, my wife is gone. No, because she... <laughs> what do you think? Haley put Hayden no. as the number one suspect? <laughs> no, I think that... No, I just think that... I don't know. It could literally I mean, be anyone else but her husband. I know. But what I'm saying, though, is that like if you're, if you're putting that together, like we're... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, is there anybody listening who's done this? Do you have one of these in case I go missing binders? Mm. Should we all have should them? We maybe, all have one? Maybe, maybe everyone. Should. Maybe these people are onto something. We should have a in case I go missing binder. Throw it in the safe. I yeah, I guess keep it here at work. Like in case I go I don't missing, li- don't leave it at work. Too many, I mean, too many people will get their hands. You on guys it. know like a lot about me though. Do I need the binder? Like I've pretty much told you everything. Well, you, uh, name some suspects right now. Well, you what? Why would I be on there? I'm going to be crying to the news. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the big, like if he's dramatic on the news, you guys. Oh, I'm going to be dramatic. Like CTV, if, here I come. If he's going for the Oscar, <laughs> point your fingers. Like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> point your fingers. Oh, uh, would I'll you rather me on. be stone cold on the news? No, I don't want you to be stone cold. One tear. This is this. This is the only tear that I'm gonna shed for Mars. Someone says, "If you ugly cry on TV, guilty." <laughs> oh, <man>. Damn. <laughs> All right. All jokes aside, do you have an "If I Go Missing" binder? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else does. Give us a shout. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Now, there's a trend on social media of people putting together, like Crash said, the If I Go Missing binders. Those binders include your DNA, your fingerprints, handwriting samples, and dental records. Now, it might be a harmless peace of mind if you're not using it in a dangerous situation, which I think is what um, a lot of people are using these for. They're just saying, like, listen... It's going to be handy. If you have this binder at home, you you probably don't tell anyone about it. You hide it, right? No, you tell your... People say that it's handy in situations yeah. with like older family members. Because as Mars said earlier, the number one suspect is usually the spouse. Usually, yeah, it is. <laughs> so um, don't tell them. Sudden health emergencies. Mm-hmm. It could also help deal with people's anxiety and mental health or if someone's stuck in a troubled relationship or feels unsafe. Um, but for those people who don't fall into that category, um, people are just like doing it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people online are saying it's because they're a little obsessed with true crime. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm I'm floored how many people. I'm have. not gonna lie. So during the commercials, I said to Crash, like I I didn't really think. I thought maybe we would get like three people messaging in. Be like, yeah, I've thought about it. It's like a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> who have it? Who have the binder? <laughs> who have the crazy I, binder? I honestly thought maybe three or four people would relate to this story enough to send a text message. I was totally wrong. Yeah. There's a hundred and some people yeah. texting in. Um, uh, Here, we'll start with uh, Anonymous here. How are you doing, Anonymous? Hey, not too bad in yourself. Good, good. Um, We're talking about the If I Go Missing binder. Do you have one? I do indeed. Based on my line of work here, I work as a PI, so I get into oh. pretty hairy situations. Oh my god! Can oh, you... no, I actually worked. Oh, sorry. Go carry ahead. on. 
Yeah, so I worked on Hastings Street for a little bit, and that's a crazy place. I made sure I had my itinerary in there, everything I possibly could about where I'm going to be, what I'm going to be doing, and who I might be in contact with. Huh, so this binder you're updating constantly. You betcha, yeah. So if I know I'm going to be gone for an extended period of time, I make sure that my itinerary is in there and one person knows where it is and it's locked up. Yeah. Do you update your suspects list? (laughs) You know what? I usually tell them where my case notes will be and who to contact to get information. Huh. Well, because you might have like a, an, an enemy. You might have somebody who's like yeah. like looking for revenge right. or, or knowing that you know too much and wanting to like take you out, you know? You know, I had a few insurance file cases where the guy was blatantly ripping off the company and I guarantee I did not make friends with him that day. Oh, so I bet. It, wow. It's good to have that info. Yeah, exactly. Do, do you have a will? I do, yep. Okay. Well, yeah, that's well, I'm just wondering because like, a lot of people are like, they don't want to go and get a will, right? But they'll do a binder. That's just oh, why I'm one asking. Or the other? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. You know, I'm 27 now. I have a will just in case. You just never know. It makes it so much easier for your family to think where to happen. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wild. Okay, thanks, Anonymous. Yeah, that's, that's really hey, no neat. Problem. Enjoy your morning. Yeah, you too, man. Bye bye. Bye. Um, I Can- guess when you're in a, a line of work where, like, you're, yeah. you're pissing people off. Like, could you imagine? You should have this. Could you imagine you create mortal enemies by doing your job? Mm-hmm. That's wild, right? Yeah. Well, like, then, it's like, crazy. Officers of the law. Are I they guess. Are they I, secretly doing binders I'm, too? Maybe. Like cops? Do you, do you have maybe. the in case I go missing binder? It's a good question. Right? Right? Yeah, I guess you should. Also, I had a lot of texters text in saying, is it Haley? Nope, it's not Haley. <laughs> I know, everyone's right, guessing right. Haley. Well, we're just because you're filling in for her, you're working on her computer right now. Okay, so it's not Haley. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'll bet you it is oh, Haley. it's totally <laughs> Haley. <laughs> <laughs> Haley. Uh, another one here. Uh, Kelsey, hello. Hey. Hey. Hi. Um, uh, you're not the one with the binder. Your sister has this in case I go missing binder. Huh. Well, she has a death binder, she oh. called it, and it's it's labeled death binder. Oh, my and God. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't, like, put that out on the coffee yeah, this table. this is not a coffee table yeah. here, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And it's not like, I don't think she's planning on getting murdered. It's not like a murder album. Okay. Right. It is in case she, like, gets in a car accident, and she has everything she needs in there, so, like... We can go and find all her passwords, figure out where all her money is, because she's got different, different accounts of money hidden places. Yeah. And I think she has, like, her life insurance information in there, too. So if she dies, nobody has to stress. We just go to the death binder and go and it's all, all the information. You know what? Like, the more that we talk about it, it's not a bad idea. I actually think I like it. Well, I yeah. need to do it. Kelsey, you mentioning, like, with the passwords and, like, bank stuff. Um, when my yeah. mom passed away, that was an issue. Cause it was. Because she had bank accounts, but we're all like, oh, my God, we can't get in. And you, you, we don't have the passwords. So it was such an ordeal. It and was. in, like, the funeral binder that they give you, there is a section of, like, write passwords and stuff down in there. Yeah, like yeah, in, in the, um, it's not uh, like in, it's not hospice. What is it called? Yeah, um, in palliative care, in the palliative care body. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a good idea. Like, I mean, it's a little bit morbid because it also has like what she wants played at her funeral and sure. whatnot. But yeah, yeah. Uh, hey. I mean, like planning ahead. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like if that's what you want. Yeah. Crazy. Yep. All right. Okay. Thanks, yeah. Kelsey. Yeah, thanks, Kels. Yeah, no worries. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, take care. Have a good day. Bye. I'm getting behind it. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I know initially, uh, yeah. I was like, oh, this is crazy talk. Uh, it makes sense. <laughs> do you know all my passwords? Or like, if something were to Your happen? passwords? Yeah, like, do you know how to get into my stuff? Uh, I know... Uh, no. No. Okay. I should. Probably... I know. I know along the lines of I what you potentially yours. would use. What? It's the same password for everything. Yeah, but you change it every now and again. Not really. Oh well, yeah, then I can get into all your stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know.
That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, usually my passwords are just a variation of all the same. Of all the other ones, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I feel like yours are pretty much the same, too. Uh, this text here says, what if someone breaks into your house and steals that binder? Well, oh. I mean, that's a legit question. That's You're why you got to lock it up. Hide it. Get a safe. Get a hidden safe. Everyone needs a safe in the wall with a picture over it. Yeah. Um, this <laughs> just te- a quick little reno. <laughs> this text here, 56789, says, hey, guys, I bought my mom a book called The Death Book. <laughs> Oh, no, it's called I'm Dead Now. Oh. <laughs> so that she can record all of her information and what we might need to take care of, her mm-hmm. estate, etc. She thought it was awesome. Oh, so, I like that title for a book. So it's a book of, like, fill in the blank. Yeah, so she can write down all of her passwords. Like like what you said you wished you had uh, when you were sure. dealing with your mom's estate, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah if we yeah. had a uh, little more info, it would have been handy. Yeah, we, it would have been very handy. In a very stressful time. You're like, yes. oh, I just need, uh, uh, damn. I just yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when a lot of people are like, well, you need this to yeah, do yeah. that. Like, and you're oh, like, oh. No, I can't get in. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, this is perfectly logical. Mm-hmm. I think we should all have one put together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? I feel like this is our weekend project now. We're going to go to Staples, get a nice binder, and get some dividers, and we'll create a bunch of little different sections, um, like DNA. We'll yeah, put our right. DNA on a paper. Right, sure. Swap my mouth in a, a Ziploc? I don't know how you would do it. Do you just do like a Q-tip and like, and then throw it in a Ziploc bag? I guess. Do I lick the paper? Yeah, maybe. Uh, this text here says, guys, my husband and I set up our wills last year. That death binder is pretty much what our life insurance broker told us to do. Mm-hmm. She said, whenever you have your life insurance policies, have a little binder with all your passwords, important information, everything that uh, you want that's not set up in the will to notify one or two people who will be part of your estate. We have a little green portfolio with all of our important information. Mm-hmm. Huh. People wonder if a death binder is legal. What do you mean by legal? Like will binding? Yeah, I, I don't wonder. know. I, I'd, I'd say go get a will. Don't. Unless in your death binder, you include like a little jump stick, a little uh, flash drive of a video of you being like, if I go missing. Yeah, like I don't that, know Maybe the law that's legit that. because you actually said it, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. But you could be, be coerced into saying it. Wouldn't that be terrifying to put a little flash drive, a little jump drive in a computer? Out of someone's death binder or in case yeah. I go missing binder? You know what my little flash <laughs> drive will be? Weird. It'll be a flash drive of me trying to do that TikTok video for you last night with flipping my hair and it being yeah. the worst Tina Fey outtakes of all time. It was, it was bad, guys. I don't look sexy in video. You Well, I don't know what was happening with your mouth. <laughs> I don't know what was happening with my and face. And your shoulders and my your shoulders. robotic moves. Yeah, it was Mars was trying to do a, a nice... A video to showcase her new haircut last night and I was filming her and it was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced in my life. (laughs) For you, for me. Crash is like, flip your hair and it's windy and look this way and it'll just be all the outtakes. But why the robotic moves? Because I'm not a model. Just be normal. Just walk. It's tough. You can walk down the street like this. It's hard. Why all of a sudden when the camera's on, you're like, no, I. <laughs> it's like she's like contorting like because, a zombie. Like <laughs> because being told that you're being filmed is just—it's weird. Like, Look over here! Look over here! And then she's staring down the barrel of the camera with a mouth open. I'm like, ah! <laughs> yeah, maybe filming in, yourself you know, is bizarre. Maybe include that video. I'm not overly natural. Some people are naturals at it. I'm not one of them. 
I'm going to persuade her to put the outtakes no, on. No, I won't do it. I watched them last night. I almost cried. They're so bad. <laughs> you guys don't need to see that. Never. I don't even think you'd find it funny. I think you'd just feel sorry for me. Oh, I don't think so. Uh, no, yeah. I think there'd be lots of chuckles. Uh, lots know. of chuckles. Uh, another one here. Uh, Connie's hanging on. Hey, Connie. Hi, how are you? Hi. Doing fantastic. Uh, unfortunately, you were in a terrible situation in a relationship. Did you, and then you put together a binder? Well, it was it would be different than what what you're talking about now. But what I had done was I put together like all my passwords, notes to my children, and things like that because I didn't expect to make it out of when I left my abusive husband. I expected to be killed. Oh my so god, that is terrifying. All the things and he did he did threaten to kill us and went he didn't go to jail. He went to mental health. But um, everything's fine. Everything's good. But yes, I 15 years ago I did this. Wow! Wow! And as obviously this would be very traumatic creating well, a binder yeah. when you're actually thinking this potentially could happen. I, I couldn't imagine sitting there like thinking and like putting this together, knowing or thinking that like, like your only way used. out is yeah. death. You have no idea how terrifying it was. I don't. You're I, right. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, because a lot of people are just doing this just just because just to have this around the house kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And you you needed this. You needed it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I'm emotional right now. But I bet. Yes, that was a long time ago, and, and luckily everything's good, but yeah. That's and how are you now? Are you, are you, have you gotten, like, some help? Are you, do you have friends and family around? Oh, yeah. No, everything is good. Like I said, I left 15 years ago. Yeah. And, um, you know, leaving's always the, the most dangerous part of that. Yes. And uh, luckily I had, like, I went and stayed with my sister. It was... It was really um, uh, uh, the best case scenario and, and everything working out. Good. So, yeah, I, I'm very fortunate. Well, that's great news. Well, we're thank glad. you for sharing that, Connie. Yeah, we're glad you're here. We're glad you're talking to us today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Take right. care. Take care. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So, if you prepare yourself, guys, winter weather is coming back for the province. Mm. I mean, yesterday it was what, like seven degrees outside? Yesterday was wow, gorgeous out. It was like, I mean, windy it as was all windy. Hell, but if you were out of the wind, like it felt amazing. Yeah, I yeah. didn't even wear a coat yesterday yeah, running around. Didn't need it. It was wild. Mm -hmm. After a relatively balmy start to 2023, and just more recently, more than a week of above zero temperatures here, well, it looks like that polar vortex is coming in. It's expanding from the Arctic and will bring a much colder air mass south starting overnight uh, last night when you can see it this morning, and it will continue into the weekend. So, but, but not like crazy right. frigid so temperatures. That's the other thing. They're saying that it's a weak polar vortex. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to be that like minus 20, minus 30. I feel like they're really stretching the polar vortex. No, Don't not. waste it. Don't I'm waste it. it. This is just regular Edmonton weather. I support <laughs> Jesse Byer and our local meteorologist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> After a cold December, we've been pretty much spoiled so far this year. We only had one day below average in the first 26 days of January. So, I mean, this is it's winter, right? Mm -hmm. Is it going to fall to minus 11 today? Is that what it's saying? Uh, during the day is minus four and then tonight minus 19. Okay. Yeah. They're saying because you're at minus seven right now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we'll get a little warm up and then she gets cold. Okay. They're mm -hmm. saying that it actually might get colder. Like, yeah, that might class. reverse itself, so uh, maybe. Hmm. so who knows. Uh, how long is it going to stay, though? It's going to linger into next week a little bit, but then temperatures are going to get closer to average by the end of the week. So if you can get through, like, the first half of next week, then we'll be back up into some warmer weather, mm -hmm. which will be really nice. Speaking of ice, this is crazy, and I don't know if I would, like, 
stop to recognize this? A chance discovery by an Edmonton area woman who was out walking her dogs turned out to be a massive fossilized bone. Oh. That likely belonged to an Ice Age mammoth. Oh. Her name is Stacy. She was walking out just west of Devon when she came across something jutting out of the riverbank. That was last spring. So she let some people know, like, hey, I don't think this is a rock. The find has now been confirmed to be a fossil relic from the Ice Age and a potential scapula from an adult mammoth. I don't think, uh, yeah, I'm with you, Mars. I don't think I would have... I would have thought rock. Thought twice about it. I'd just be like, eh, whatever. Right? Yeah. As Stace says, at first she thought it was a large piece of wood. She said she also loves finding and collecting rocks for her garden, so she yeah. pulled it out of the riverbed. She said she took it home, rinsed it off, and she was like, oh, this doesn't look like wood. And then she thought, you know what? Maybe it's something cool. She said she's a humanities teacher, not a science teacher. <laughs> um, and uh, she said her husband was like, oh, yeah, that's nothing. Is <laughs> that thrown in the fire pit? Thrown in the fire pit. <laughs> she lugged the specimen home, sent a picture to the Royal Alberta Museum. After a series of emails, experts confirmed that it looks like it's a fossil that's just over a meter long. Uh, the original photo I posted, it, you can't, uh, you don't really get size dimensions and stuff on it. The second one I posted, you can see it's, it's pretty hardy. Yeah. It so is. Maybe, it's big. maybe I would be like, well, what is that? How long is a meter? It's a meter stick like that. Yeah. 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 yeah so that definitely yeah, stands out. That's yeah. wild. The bone is believed to be a mammoth shoulder blade that is between 10,000 and 14,000 years old. I probably wouldn't well, that's think. wild. I probably wouldn't think bone though. I'd no, be like, that's I an interesting. Either. I, I think it's just a piece of wood or something, maybe. Yeah. I'm not sure if this makes Stacy sus or not, but apparently it's not the first time she's come across something. Oh, Stacy's the bone lady. She also came across a partial skull, believing to be a bison antiquus from around the same era. Mm, we're on to you, Stacy. Are you planting bones, Stacy? <laughs> Stacy loves the bone. <laughs> Stacy's just getting those bones. I mean, look, look what I found. Yeah. She has a collection. What's her name? Stacy Long. Stacy, yeah. Stacey Pretty Long. cool. Uh, She's just lucky. She keeps walking in that area, I guess, and finding stuff. If she finds another bone, well, that's, I think a, that's, that's an they, investigation. They think that it's where she's walking. Stacy is prehistoric. In the river valley. <laughs> she knows where to find them. <laughs> Pretty crazy, though, yeah, hey? Fooling us with your age, Stacy. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, though? We what know you're, you're thousands years old. <laughs> you know where these mammoths died. Right? Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, what's this? Yeah. Takes a pile of dirt, finds a whole dinosaur. How do you know that's there? Rantia. <laughs> Locating fossils like this, they say, is always helpful in building the puzzle of Alberta's natural history. That is really cool. I think it's so neat. Yeah. I love any time they find bones here. Would you walk right by it? Uh, some shots, no. Some shots, yes. I would. I definitely would. Yeah. I can tell you this right now, I would. Mm-hmm. Would you kick it? No, I'd probably stand <laughs> on it. Like, I'd probably, like... Stand on it and break it, chuck <laughs> it off. <laughs> Stupid rock. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it carves her name into it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, here's one thing you shouldn't do. A man who dug up fossilized dinosaur footprints from a protected area in northern BC Uh-oh. has been fined and is sentenced to a month in jail. Damn. That's, that's uh, <laughs> Rami. Well, don't that's me- it? Yeah, don't be messing with that don't stuff. Don't be messing, but Rami said that's it. How long yeah. do you want to see him in jail for? I don't know. Like it's Life. the same with people who do that with like monuments and stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah I guess point. it kind of is like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like going to the museum and trashing it. Yeah, apparently uh this dude named Benward and three others used power tools and a sledgehammer for more than two hours to extract tracks from the Six Peak Dinosaur track site near Hudson's Hope. 
Large slaps of the fossil tracks were either removed or damaged by being broken up and were possibly destroyed. Okay, why why are you doing this? Um, like, why are you and your buddies going out with sledgehammers like idiots and thinking that you can extract these? Maybe you can sell. Uh, is there a market? <laughs> yeah. Is, is there, there a market? Is there a market for, for that? Or is it just something that you wanted at home? Well, they ruined it, so like they broke them all up. Well, yeah, I don't know why you think dumb. that you can move that. The ruling said that the excavation only stopped when witnesses showed up and the men abandoned the site. Now, these dinosaur tracks was first discovered in 2008. More than 500 dinosaur footprints across roughly 750 square meters of land, about a tenth of an acre. Mm -hmm. The tracks were from a range of dinosaurs that roamed the sandy terrain during the early Cretaceous period up to 125 million years ago, including some from three of the major groups of dinosaurs. Theropods, orinthopods, and sauropods. I'm kind of with Rami. Throw the book at him. I am too now. These guys are... Trash. Yeah, well, like, what are you doing? Trash people. Yeah. It's for everyone's enjoyment. Like, to think that... Yeah, just leave it. Just leave it be. Like, yeah. yeah. That is a big fine. Yeah, like... Maybe you can't afford the fine. You'll have to stay in jail longer. $15,000 fine. Yeah. And, um... Who's just got 15K kicking around? Just short of a month in jail. I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's one of the most important track sites in North America for its diversity. Hmm. It's crazy. Uh, the uh, I've I've never seen this place before. I've never heard of it either. Yeah, but like the yeah the footprints are wild. And like the sad at. thing is, is they say that because of the damage that was done to the sandstone, yeah, um, because of the le- illegal excavation, it's now far more likely to erode faster. Ah, uh, that sucks. Yeah, throw the book at them. Well, they didn't. Yeah. We gotta take better care of our parks too. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, we do. But like, what do you do now? You gotta what, what, put like armed guards at dinosaur tracks yeah. because we're stupid people. Because <laughs> yeah. people yeah. are trash. Is we that can, we can't have cool things? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh man, I guess so. Hey, all right. For those of you who guys are parents, uh, gather around the radio. You might be wondering where does all your money go when you're shopping? Yes, inflation. But also, if you've got your kids with you, remember when you were young and your parents would bribe you on shopping trips with like a piece of candy if you were good well today's kids might be scoring a lot more than that according to a new study the average parent spends 35 percent more when shopping with kids as opposed to when shopping alone really 35 percent more is that because you just grab random things to shut your kids up I guess or you're like quit you're whining either you're bribing them or they want stuff and you're getting it hmm or do they create more excitement for you? And you're like, should I get it? Should I get it? And you're like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> they say the average shopping trip costs around $210 with kids alone, mm-hmm. only about $256. Mm. So I, I, I bet you there's a huge difference doing a Costco run alone and a Costco run with kids, right? Oh, I would imagine. You're going you're gonna to end up getting a whole bunch of stuff you don't need. Yeah. Some of the things that they're buying, parents, could be bribes like candy, snacks, and toys. Mm -hmm. But it's also that parents just buy additional stuff when your kids are with you. You spend less time comparing prices because you just need to get out of there fast. Yeah. Uh, Kirsten from uh, Southside says, this sounds like the same amount goes up when I take my boyfriend grocery shopping with me. Oh, what's he up to there? (laughs) He's like, oh, how about this? How about about this? this? (laughs) How about that? It's so easy to get that extra thing, though, especially if you have someone with you. Oh, God. You gotta. 
Yeah, you, you do. Gotta, you gotta. You need those oversized pumpkin pies at Costco? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> exactly. Why not? Okay, this is, Crash, this story is for you. Mm. And it might be one of those obvious things that once you think about it, it's obvious and depressing. People on TikTok are freaking out after realizing they've been calculating their birthday wrong. So what does it mean? Well, we're all actually a little older than you think. No. An influencer posted a five-second video about it last week, and it's racked up now millions of views. It basically boils down to this. When you turn a certain age, you're not starting that age. You're finishing it. (gasps) I don't like that. So, for example, if you just turned 39, it means you finished your 39th year and you're currently in year 40. I'm not 40 yet. No. No, you're trying to make me 40 (laughs) already. When you think about it, right, you turn one... After you've completed year one. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, I do get it, but I don't like it. So you finished your 39th year. I don't think I did. And you are currently in year 40. So you're saying I'm like, I'm heading towards halfway through 40 already? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. That doesn't sound right. I guess that makes sense, though. It's like years behind your belt. Yeah. Rami, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's not good. Does that give you anxiety? Well... Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you can still say you're 39. You can still say tell it. People you you're can still 40. say it, but the reality is, is you're in your 40th year right now. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Better just not worry about it. Yeah, it does. It does make sense. Again, it's obvious yeah. when you think about it, but it is rocking people's world. So mm-hmm. there you go. All right. If you had a few extra hours in your day, um, what would you do with it? Would you start something like new, like a hobby? Would you get ahead in like your normal daily obligations or would you blow it playing video games? In a new survey, 60% of Americans say that there aren't enough hours in the day. This was an American study. Mm -hmm. The average person says that they need four more hours a day to get everything done. Mm -hmm. When asked, what would you do with the extra time? 34% of people said with four extra hours in a day, they would have to catch up on some household chores. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It's nice to think about that, but will you actually do that? (laughs) Yeah, but that's what you could use the extra time for. Mm -hmm. 28% said they tackle larger projects that they don't have time to start, such as maybe something big needs fixing in the home. Maybe you need to like retile a backsplash. Maybe you want to start something construction-wise. If you had four more hours in a day, you would do it. Mm Mm-hmm. 20% said they'd spend more time doing hobbies and things they enjoy. And another 20% said that they need it for sleep. Sometimes, though, you you get that time, then you get overwhelmed and you're like, oh, I could do this. I could do this. I could do this. And you don't do it. And then you end up doing nothing. (laughs) Could you use more time in a day? Uh, No, I think I got enough time in a day. Yeah. Because live with our shifting. I feel like sometimes it's a long day. Sometimes uh, I'm doing like two. It feels like I'm doing two, two days, days in one. Yeah. And my God, that's exhausting. Well, because you we I, I do a full get work day and then I still I have my afternoons now. Yeah. So I'll still treat it like a whole other day. Like if you don't if, if you stay awake until like 930. Yeah. You're up at 430. Yeah. So that's. 12, that's a 17-hour day. Yeah, every day. That's 17 hours in yeah, one day. And sometimes I'm doing enough that could be spread over a week. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm cramming all that into one day. How many hours are you awake for in a day, Rami? 
I usually wake up, like, on my normal gig, yeah, I yeah. usually wake up around 7, then go to bed around, like, 1 or 2 a.m. What? Oh. Yeah. What oh, are you, you like doing those late night? nights? What are you doing? I'm a night owl. Usually, yeah. uh, during the day, I like to get all my chores and activities done. Yeah. At night, I like to do all my hobbies. So, yeah. like, right now, learning guitar, stuff like that. Ah, uh, are you, like, shredding guitar? No. At no. <laughs> <laughs> one in the morning? <laughs> yeah, your neighbors, your neighbors must, must love you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you stay up to, like, one or two in the morning. That, that's like an early night for me. That's honestly. only like five hours of sleep. Damn. Yeah, I'm a big night owl. Like, I go to bed at 3 a.m. on yeah. weekends. Do you occasionally grab a nap in the afternoon? Uh, no, not no. really. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Rami, that's going to catch up with you. <laughs> yeah, like only five hours of sleep. You need a lot more sleep than that. Yeah, so I could definitely use a few hours a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rami could use it. Hmm. Huh. Is there anyone listening right now, five, six, seven, eight, nine, who is like, like you're up until like two in the morning and then you're up at seven. There's a lot of people that are night owls. Yeah. And I get being a night owl and like, yeah. like being up till 3 a.m. But sleeping until 10. Yeah. Not getting That's, up early. But not yeah. getting up early. Mm hmm. Because, I mean, to me, seven isn't early. To me, seven is like... Yeah, seven, seven. That's like, I'm actually... If I get up at seven on a Saturday, I'm well, a little, I feel like I slept in too much. Well, that's sleeping in, I'm yeah. a little upset. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if you go to bed at, like, two or three, and then you're up at seven... <sighs> I know. And some, you're working? Yeah. Like, sometimes, like, if we're, we're having a good time with friends or whatever, we get home, and, yeah, we are heading to bed at, like, two, three in the morning. Mm -hmm. oh, and our God. body, like, my body will just, like, naturally start waking up. At like five, six o'clock, I'm like, no! Yeah, you just so you're tired. <laughs> it's the worst. Because <laughs> what do they say you should get? You should get at least what, like eight hours? Is that sure. the golden yeah. number? Yeah. The number that everybody Ideally, always says? Yeah. But you're also not meant to sleep too long. Yeah, you shouldn't right? sleep too much either. Yeah. yeah. But like seven or eight hours is what yeah, you should seven, be getting. Eight, yeah. Because, Rami, well, do you feel groggy like when you come to work? Do you feel like out of it? Honestly, no. The most groggy is when I go home to do my chores. That's probably why I'm so slow with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get to it tomorrow. There's a lot of people staying up really late and then getting up super early. Yeah. 1 a.m. I was up at, uh, went to bed at 1 a.m. up at 5.30 this morning. I, don't, I wouldn't be able to do it. Four and a half hours. Ooh, I'd be, I couldn't do this show. I know someone told me before it was revenge sleep that I'm doing to myself. What's that? that? I feel like I don't have enough time in my day to do everything I want to do. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So instead of going to sleep, I purposely do this to myself so I can be like, yeah, I got what I wanted done. Oh, okay, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, you cram all this stuff in and you end up staying awake longer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Andrew's got a messed up schedule. He's working nights. Mm. He says, I start work at 1 a.m. and I work until 10.30 a.m. Mm. I go home I sleep for three hours And then my wife And my kids get home And I'm up all night Until I start work again Oh man He says I have a real Messed up schedule oh, I couldn't imagine rough. Doing those overnight shifts Yeah Yeah I, that shift that, work and, oh. Man that's tough Yeah yeah. That Clint, is tough work Clint 41 years old Sleeps five hours a night That's all he gets Wow Yeah I went to bed at two, Another one Went to bed 2am last night Up at 7.30 Had my daughter's uh, went to my uh, daughter's school, dropped her off, I guess, and he's on his own working today. Jeez, two a.m. and up at seven thirty. <laughs> Could you tough. do it, Crash? I don't think you can. I um, think that you're kind of like. I definitely did. Like in my uh, like Win when in my uh, Winnipeg radio days, I was a lot younger. I was in my twenties. Yeah, I was able to do the nightclub gigs and I'd be out of the nightclub at like two thirty, Right. And I was having fun. Let's just sure. say, but I would go to my apartment 
and, and then I would get up at 4.30 and go do a morning show. But how good was that morning show? Oh, I'm sure it was terrible. Yeah, because you had no sleep. <laughs> and you had substances in your body, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So it was probably horrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like, man, does that wreak havoc on your body? Do Because f- by the weekend, you're just destroyed. Rami, do you feel like that you're like sharp and awake, alert, and like really efficient at your job when you sleep like that? I, honestly, I'm kind of used to it. Like, it's been the same for me since university. So. Yeah. Oh. I guess you just get a rhythm going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do agree with you guys. Like, I feel like I'm going to get to a certain point where oh, I do need wall. more sleep. Oh, yeah. And it's just going to totally screw up my day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. Are you talking about getting old, Rami? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, this sounds like getting old. I agree with you guys. There will come a point. Yeah. Yeah, there will. <laughs> and Rami, it'll come fast. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Honestly, though, like Crash, I used to stay up really late, too, and do a morning show. And I just found that, like... I don't know. The more sleep I get, mm-hmm. like the longer I get, the better I am at work. Mm-hmm. I'm sharper. I can read better. Well, yeah. <laughs> I feel better. I'm in a better mood. Sure. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we can all agree. More sleep is better, but it doesn't work half the time. God, some people only had two hours of sleep oh, last night. Oh, my God. God. Mm. Oh, ouch. Four to five hours of sleep every day. Man, that's kind of crazy. All right. This is a uh, this is a fun story here. We were talking earlier about like, remember the death binder and like uh, we were also talking about the blue zone and living for a long time. Well, a 100 year old woman has revealed on her centennial birthday that her secret to living a long life is to avoid strange men. Oh, well, yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess. It's it's an odd thing to say. Uh, This woman is over in the UK. Her name is Olive Westerman. She just celebrated her 100th birthday with an afternoon tea at the Dewater Grange Care Home in Chester. She said that she was amazed to be living such a long life. She said, I can't believe I'm actually 100 years old now, but it feels amazing. When asked how to get to 100, she said, quote, avoid talking to strange men and you'll be fine. I don't really know what that means, but Mm -hmm. that's her advice. Like just people that weird you out or I or like, like I, people that you don't trust, maybe. Are you worried about being abducted? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. She also said that being around friends and family, even though I well, just her younger members of the family are mm-hmm. still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said she also loved led an action packed life, spending time in Singapore and traveling the world with her husband, whom she met at church when she was a young woman. Mm-hmm. She also says, be around children, because children keep, your, keep you young. That's kind of cute. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Don't talk to strange men. Is that, uh, they should include more details on that. <laughs> She's 100. <laughs> That's true. How much are you going to try to drag out of her? I know. I'm like, give me more, lady. Yes. Like, I don't have any more breath. <laughs> so there was a little competition online um, where millennials went to Twitter to talk about things that boomers love saying. And they said that they didn't like these things that boomers are saying. I mean, to say you don't like them is a little weird. They're just kind of, they're old fashioned sayings. But then the boomers went on Twitter and said, yeah, well, we don't like it when you're saying these things. Oh, no. So we're going to go through the list. Oh. So here's millennials on Twitter. They've been talking about the things that boomers love saying and they don't like. They don't like. And you know what? They're not wrong. Let's see actually how many of these boomer sayings we say. Oh, God. And then the boomers get their revenge. We're going to get to it. I guarantee I'm not saying any of these. Number one, I'm videoing this. Uh, oh, I probably have said this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, did yeah, you yeah. say it yesterday? No, I probably well, Oh, yeah, you probably chance, did. Probably yeah, did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number two, this one's my favorite. Just nuke it. 
Yeah, you say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Do you say that one, Rami? No. No, okay. Really? Yeah, throw it in the nuker. Throw it in the nuke. Yeah. Just nuke it. That's a great saying. Isn't that a great saying? <laughs> All right. Uh, number three, phone tag. I have no No, I don't that. use that, no. no. Uh, number four, sit here, I don't bite. Ooh. Oh, yeah, they do say that a lot. Yeah, with yeah. a twitchy mustache. Uh, yeah, it's not funny either. No. All right. No. Another <laughs> one. usually padding the seat, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, this is one of my favorites. That's the million dollar question. Mm, yeah, yeah, I've heard that many times. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, calling it the COVID. The COVID. The COVID. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Number seven, calling it pot instead of weed. Mm-hmm. Have I? I don't think I've said pot. Oh, yeah. You've said maybe, pot. Like if I'm trying to be funny, maybe. This one, to me, this one's stretching. I feel like everyone has a different term. I agree. It. I feel like everyone calls it something else. Some, Some people, people call it grass, the devil's yeah. lettuce, pot, weed, marijuana, ganja. And I think, uh, <laughs> I think some people are, uh, they're worried about just saying it out loud too. Like you don't want to say marijuana? Yeah, if people don't want to say marijuana, yeah. weed, pot, like the devil's lettuce. Like they, they're scared of just actually vocalizing it. Because hmm. they're like, <gasps> someone's going someone's gonna to judge me. Not anymore, guys. No. No. Smoke that weed. <laughs> uh, number eight. Also one of my favorites. When handing over a credit card saying, let's see if this one works. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 You make that joke every time. Every time. I love it. <laughs> number nine. When giving your bill at a restaurant. So what's the damage? My dad, my dad. <laughs> your dad does that. <laughs> <laughs> this is my boomer dad. Oh, 100%. my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is another one that's got my dad written all over it. When an item they want to buy doesn't ring up, they say, well, I guess it's free then. I say that. <laughs> I say that. I don't know why. And then they look at me weird. They're like, no, no. we'll get a tag. You do, <laughs> you do say that. I do. You do. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, it's my lucky day. I guess it's free. <laughs> Says this 39-year-old. Yeah, oh, no. Must be free then. <laughs> I like point. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, like, I gotcha. Oh. God, that's fine. That's Ted. Oh, Some that no. made the uh, runner-up on this list. Yeah, uh, referring to the landline. Yeah, well, my parents have a landline, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they say that. Um, uh, what's another one here? Oh, in all my years. Oh yeah, well, I think once you get to a certain point, though, you're allowed to use that. You've yeah. been around. You've been around long enough. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that so one's appropriate. There's some runner-ups for you. I don't. I don't. Uh, there's no reason for me to say that, right? Because I'm just so young. In all Still these in my years, thirties, guys. In all my years of doing radio. No, I would never say that. If I do, please call me out immediately. <laughs> Tell me to shut my mouth it. on text. Oh God, that's pretty funny. In all my years of doing radio, this is yeah. oh God. It, why does that feel natural? <laughs> it does. Uh, by the way, some texts here that are coming in at five six seven eight nine says, "Oh my God, I am twenty six, and I say all of these." Mm-hmm. Another one here says, "God, here's me. I'm twenty, and I've definitely said these." Damn. Yeah, yeah, you've shocked a lot of people. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> There's so many. This one here, Sarah and Creekwood says, "I just turned thirty three. I say all these. Why am I a boomer?" Hmm. Well, I think it's because your parents are probably saying them. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of yeah, like, like, just nuke it. Like, that's my parents. My parents have yeah. said that forever. Throw it in the nuke. Throw it in the nuke. Yeah. I'd get home from like school or whatever, or like I was like, I had like a play rehearsal. Yeah. 
And I'd be like, where's dinner? It's in the fridge. Throw it in the nuke. Yeah. Just nuke it. I guess maybe nowadays it's not appropriate with oh. things going on. Well, maybe I didn't shouldn't think be. about Putin's threats and like the right. doomsday clock. I try not to think about those things. But what else? Uh, how else would you describe the microwave? <laughs> like, if microwave? I, like if I throw you a frozen burrito, uh, and uh, how would you reference the microwave? I'm going to put it in the microwave. <laughs> I'm going to microwave this now, Rami. No, you're not going to say, I'm heading to the microwave. No, you say, I'm going to nuke it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Try it. Rami, here's a burrito. Throw it in the nuker. No, you just said what Rami was supposed to say. Well, no, I want him to throw it in the nuker. Yeah, you say that. Throw it in the nuker? Nuker. I don't know if I can do that. Like, not say not no. nuker. The nuker, like the a nuke. nuclear bomb. That's weird saying. Yeah. <laughs> just tell me to nuke this. Nuke it. Nuke it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take so this cool. popcorn and just nuke it. Yeah. Oh, there, there we go. go. There we go. There nuke we go. it up. We're yeah. watching a movie. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, this text here says, how about saying brewski? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. we're going for a brewski. <laughs> Crash. Yeah. Okay, Crash says this all the, time. all the time. All the time. All the time. Who doesn't love a cool brewski? It'll be like Thursday night. It'll be like, hey, Oilers game on. You want to go get a brewski? <laughs> I guess, old man. Let's go. <laughs> you know what? I do hear a lot of people still use that term, though. Brewski? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. all and all the people you're referencing are probably in their 20s, right? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's a youthful term. This text here, five six seven eight nine says, "Guys, I'm 43 and I use the word yonder quite often. Over when, what? Like over yonder? Over yonder? Is that how you use it? People look at me like, what did she just say? <laughs> yonder? How? Besides over yonder, how would you use it? Yeah, I don't know any other terms. Yonder. Y- yonder. Yeah, over yonder. Like that's the only way that I can think about it, right? Is that like if someone's like, "Where is that?" and I'm like, "Over yonder." Even then, I is it over. Yeah, usually. How do you use yonder? That's kind of it. Which is over yonder. Over yonder. This text here at five six seven eight nine says, "Guys, my sixteen year old nephew started a sentence with back in the day." <gasps> I stopped him and I said, "You don't have a back in the day. You're sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know back in the day. <laughs> you don't have one." <laughs> Take a gander. Oh. Said Crash uses that one too. Yeah, we'll have a little gander at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say that one all yes, the time. Yes, that's a good one. Yeah, oh, that that's is a gooder, a good guys. One. That's a gooder. That, that is. That's yeah, a gooder. We're gonna take a gander at that. Take a gander. Yeah, I probably use that almost on the daily. Yeah. I'm always having a gander at something. Yeah, you are having a gander, right? I couldn't turn the the hood fan on on the oven the other day, and uh, I thought maybe the breaker flipped on it. Mm-hmm. So I went to look and crashed. Like, let me have a gander at it. Yeah, like, like, there it quick, is. Quick, I'm like, you got to push the first button right here. This, Bang, boom. This text here says, "Crash, did you take a gander over yonder?" <laughs> <laughs> You guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, beers, wobbly pops. Yeah, I don't know if that's a. My dad doesn't say. I just think about my dad. My dad would never call them. My dad would call them brewskis for sure. Yeah, he's a brewski. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Many moons ago? Oh, many yeah. moons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't really use that one. Yeah. yeah. My parents use once in a fortnight. Like, how often do you hear that? Once in a fortnight. Yeah. So, like, in a fortnight's time, I'll be in Edmonton. Yeah. I, like, I know what they mean, but like, come on. Right? Do you ever tell them to stop using that? <laughs> <laughs> See, you say Fortnite, and I immediately think the, the, game. the game. Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't and know. I don't even play Fortnite. Yeah. I just think it. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say uh, in a Fortnite. So how long is a Fortnite? Two weeks. Is it? Is yeah. it? Really? Yeah. Fortnite's two weeks. Interesting. 
Oh. If someone said, I'll see you in a fortnight, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, I'd be like... I, I wouldn't know I, when you were showing well, I, up. I'd be like, I don't play the game. I guess. <laughs> Obviously, they're, think, they're thinking of someone ID? else. <laughs> yeah, what's my... Yeah, they don't have my ID. Yeah, you're not going to see me in Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> someone said shooters instead of saying shots is older. Oh. Is it? Like, we're going to go do shooters? I guess that does sound very old. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I guess. Like, are you calling the uh, the shots girls shooter ladies shooter girls? Yeah, do we, we used still, to. Yeah, we used to. We but used do we to. call them that now? No, no. I'm not like, oh, look at the shooter girls. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You don't. I don't. Yeah, it, that one's not rolling off the tongue. Can you see, like, hey guys, let's go do some shooters. No, you're right. It's let's go do some shots. Do some shots. I love this text here from Megan. Yeah. Um, she says, you always say that's a banger. I don't hear anyone else say that. <laughs> crash that's does say that. I'm trying yeah. to normalize it. <laughs> when, you, when you hear like, like that Tate McRae and Tiesto that's song. That's a banger. That's a banger, Crash will say. I, yeah. I, I know. I keep saying it. No one else is saying it. No. But uh, I, I think people need to bring it back. It was a thing. <laughs> right? It's honestly not bad. I quite like that. Thank you. Because yeah. it is. It, it's very. It just describes it perfectly it's a I, banger man. i like it better than it's a bop well it's yeah, a bop a is just bop, a bop a bop sounds very old it's and it sounds up but that's what they, that people say that all the time like it's a bop it's a bop but to me that sounds like it's not a banger like how else you know? how else would you like me to describe like the the friday banger like yeah, yeah. like a, here's a song that's just gonna slay <laughs> song, guys. oh my god please say that <laughs> Please say this is a song that's gonna slay. <laughs> the next time you intro oh, a yeah. song, all right, all right. Do it. Okay, no, wait to wait for like Ginge to be back. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then say, I want to see his and face. Bust it out and see what he says. Yeah, I won't tell him you're gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> He's gonna fall out of the chair. Yeah, I'll be like, man, this song just slays. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we're all in on it. All right. All so right. when Ginge gets back, don't tell me when you're gonna do it either, so that I yeah, I'm, I'll bust I laugh. it out. I'll yeah. just bust it out randomly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm going to do uh, one last text here mm. uh, who's putting together all the old sayings in one sentence at yep. 56789. says, I took a gander over yonder and decided to meander over for a brewski. Yeah! <laughs> Doesn't that sound like a good time? It does! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yes. That's pretty funny. Yes. All right, I want to ask you guys this question this morning and uh, please give us a shout. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. So yesterday... Um, we were talking about like where are the crappy landmarks to go like you should skip it you're investing a lot in travel and there was a lot of suggestions like the Eiffel Tower the Leaning Tower of Pisa like uh, the Brooklyn Bridge for example and we got to the bottom of it people shared their opinions mm -hmm. Crash however told a story about how his parents took him on a road trip once to Compton yeah and that had a lot of people scratching their heads as to why you guys as a family unit would decide to go there. And Crash said out loud that you went on a lot of really weird road trips. Yeah. Like they took you to strange places. And that had the now family super curious as to A, what are the other weird road trips that you went on? Mm. And also, I want to know from you guys, do you have stories like Crash where your parents took you on the weirdest holiday? Yeah, when we went through Compton, uh, I was a... Why Compton? I don't know. Maybe maybe a wrong turn? I don't know. No, I, was, I don't think I so. I was a kid. And yeah, I don't know. Because we went to... We did do the uh, Venice Beach. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, ended up in Compton. 
And I just remember like stopping at a coffee shop and then just seeing all these wild cars. And I'm like, wow. Right. Maybe we were driving through to, to catch a glimpse of the cars. I don't know. But we ended up driving through, carrying on. And then we made our way to the battlefields in Montana. And we the spent, what? And we spent there. Huh. The Colonel Custard battlefield in okay. Montana. Why, why did you go to the battlefield in Montana? We Mar- took pictures with gravestones. What? <laughs> Sounds like a great road trip, honestly. Yeah, I have like all, you went to like I have the family photo albums of. Uh, like you went to like Little Bighorn. Is yeah, that what you're talking yeah, about? The Last Stand. Wow. And yeah, there's photos of uh, us in front of these tiny okay, in so, front of these gravestones. So out of all of the places, probably because it didn't cost money for you guys to go. That also don't cost money. Yeah. That's, you went to that's where the I Battle ate, of Little Bighorn. Yeah, that's where I ate beaver for the first time. Oh, my God. <laughs> was that on the Compton trip or was that a different trip? No, that was Montana. I ate Montana okay. beaver. But it wasn't like the same road trip. Like um, you road trip to Compton once, then you went to Little Bighorn yeah, once. Yeah, that was a different trip. Yeah, we didn't we didn't top Compton with <laughs> okay, <laughs> Little Bighorn. <laughs> maybe on your way back from Compton, you went to <laughs> Little Crash is eating beaver, Montana beaver. That's so weird. Yeah. So did you ever like? Because that's obviously not where you and your, your brother wanted to go. No, but I think we we're just happy being out of the house. Oh yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Road tripping. But like, like oh, cool. We never stayed in a hotel. I always wanted to stay in a hotel. But I when I think about cool. like planning a trip for a family with some kids. Uh, Little Bighorn doesn't pop Are into my head sure? right away. It's been a while since I Googled it. Like people Does are it saying nice? that Crash That is the most random holiday they've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys do anything else down there? Um, like what, yeah, what did you guys do? I think that was the road trip where we ended up uh, uh, popping back up. And I think we s- went to my aunt and uncle's in Kelowna. Okay. Well, that's yeah. quite a detour <laughs> to go from Winnipeg to Kelowna. I think maybe my mom was into it. Like into the no, she wasn't the history. I don't know because all the conversations I've had with your mother, we've never talked about Custer's Last Stand. Never, really? Nope, not once. Here, I'll post a photo. I don't even think we talked about the uh, about Montana. I'll post a photo. This is a child's dream. My God! Oh my God! Yeah. Honestly, it was memorable for you, though. Well, it was very memorable yeah. because there wasn't much going on, and then we got to go here and see <laughs> gravestones. <laughs> <laughs> but then we'll get to go in, like, there's all your little, like, tourist shops, and then you can go, that's where I ate the beaver soup. Yeah, you had beaver soup, yeah. yeah. And then you look at all the souvenirs that you could have, but we never bought any. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even. We, I don't even know what to say. And then we slept in the car. Is there any other <laughs> holiday besides Compton? Hmm. They drove to Compton, and then they drove home. Little Bighorn. Uh-huh. Is there another one that you guys did, uh, or is that like kind of? Uh, yeah, we also went. Oh God, uh, here we go. I think this. This might have been a trip. Uh, maybe it was. Uh, it was to Calgary or something. I think we went to a gondola. In Lake Louise or somewhere in that okay, area. Okay, that's a tourist. That's a thing. The gondola was condemned. It was what an do you old mean condemned. One. We pulled in. I remember as a kid, we were, it was uh, we pulled into this parking lot, and you could see this old rusted gondola with like minimal lifts still hanging off the line. And there was a picnic table there, so we sat at the picnic table and started eating lunch. And then you could hear a rustling in the bushes. And I remember um, us being ushered quickly back into the car, and then we left. <laughs> So maybe they saw a bear or something okay. in the bush. So you didn't like 
go into like Banff? No. I remember What? I, Banff is like right there and I, awesome. I honestly remember as a child driving by uh driving by Canmore and seeing the hotels and being like, oh my God, I want to stay in a hotel one day. And we didn't. <laughs> we just kept driving till we couldn't drive anymore and pulled over in like a turnout and went to sleep in the car. <laughs> I had a you know, vacation. <laughs> Frank just called in and yeah. he was curious to know that like Venice Beach and Compton is a five hour drive in between. Like Compton's closer to San Francisco. I think those were different times though, right? No, Venice and Compton was the same time. Okay. I think it was because we ended up in San Francisco where I looked at Alcatraz from afar. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you did go there. That was all part of the trip. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So... You went to, did you, did you spend any time at Venice Beach or did you guys just drive by it? I think we drove up to it, ran to the water, touched it, and then got back in the van. So, <laughs> so I could say I've been in the water at Venice no, Beach. No, you're lying. There's no way they just let you touch the ocean. Well, yeah, that's all you we did. You didn't do a beach day? No. At Venice Beach? Nah. Just the trips, uh, you can't delay the trip. <laughs> delay the tr- what? Yeah, there was no splashy splashy in the ocean so the trip is constantly driving that's what your parents thought a road trip was I was guess. always on the move always on the move i don't know what i don't know what the reason behind that was but yeah that's what happened good time so i've touched the water at venice beach didn't, okay didn't swim maybe one day i'll get that uh maybe one day that'll be a dream come true <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> maybe one day <laughs> yeah yeah, this one. <laughs> My parents did the best they could. Oh, I saw that person's being mean. Why? Is that mean? Because they didn't do the best they could. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they like, did. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> the person's just being mean. Oh, well, maybe they. Maybe that's all they could do. I don't know. I don't know what their uh, situation was. Well, you did. Well, well, now I do. As a kid, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Here's what I want to know from you guys. I then. got shafted on my childhood. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm getting at. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. Random family holidays. Mm-hmm. Like looking back on it, you're like, where did you take us to? Mm-hmm. Or like maybe it'd be like super interesting and fun for like your dad, but probably like kids don't care. Mm-hmm. Like for example, Bighorn. Colonel Custard's last stand. <laughs> <laughs> Children love it. <laughs> Some people in the app here is saying, Did you just go over for cheap smokes? Possibly, possibly. <laughs> that that, that might have been why we dropped down and then came back up and went to Clone. I don't know. That's wild. Yeah. All right. If you did some sort of a random holiday mm-hmm. with your family, you went on a road trip, looking back on it, you're like, why did they take us there? Maybe you've got kids now. Yeah. And you're like, no, mm-hmm. they're going to see Bighorn. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta see Bighorn. Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, we're talking about your... Uh, your vacations, your childhood uh, vacations, were they just at like weird random spots? Yeah. That, you know, like not your typical ones. Yeah, Did, that's right. Were you literally brought to like a flying J and you're like, hey, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, when we were talking about, um, I had a list of some of like the worst famous monuments and people started to share like, hey, yeah, if you go to Paris, skip this. If you're in the States, like if you're in New York, skip, uh, you know, the Empire State Building or, or whatnot. People basically were calling in to say, that's nah, not worth the money. You know how it goes. Um, and then Crash started to share some of his family road trips. I think you in total, how many road trips did you guys do? Uh, we did uh, like a handful of them. Okay. And they're all, yeah, no, your non-typical yeah. stops. <laughs> and people had some questions as to like, yeah, why you would go to these non-typical stops. <laughs> exactly. And they had more questions like, um, 
why the rando holidays? Yeah. And they wanted to hear more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It happens. And it's not a sad tale. We don't... <laughs> Well, Some people are like, that's sad. Yeah, I mean, I find it sad. But they, yeah, Crash doesn't. It is what it is. He's laughing and joking. It is what it is. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm maybe one of my parents were hoping that I get interested in history. Yeah. With the Battle of Bighorn <laughs> in Montana. Yeah, I mean, maybe they, I right? doubt it. Maybe as a child, I don't remember, but maybe as a child, I was fascinated by yeah. it. Yeah. It's funny too A lot of people are agreeing With like When they went on a road trip Like they road trip With their kids now mm-hmm. And they'll like Road trip somewhere Stop and spend some time Yeah road trips are different nowadays But when they were kids It was like oh, The whole time was in the car It's just go time It was just go time I think because uh, One of the One parent has X amount of time off And they need to cover A maximum amount of uh, Land and or distance and just it's go time. That's yeah. There's no delays anywhere. Exactly. This text here at five six seven eight nine says crash. I can't remember what state we road trip to. Yeah. But as kids, we went and saw their first power plant. LOL. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So cool. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Danica. Hello. Hey. Hey. Uh, did you end up on a weird family road trip or what? I guess so. Yeah. So. <laughs> I do random things with my kids all the time. So I took them on a tour of all the biggest things one day. So we started at the boot in the West End. Then we went to the giant baseball bat. (laughs) Then we ended up at an Easter egg. And then... The giant sausage that kind of looks like a wiener from it. Oh, yeah, it does. The Mundere sausage? The Mundere sausage, yeah. Yeah. Um, Did your kids enjoy it? I don't know. I don't care. I had ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> see, maybe my parents are like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I got to go see this battlefield. This is what it is. Probably, maybe. But right? like, yeah, yeah. That's kind of neat, though, I guess. Yeah. Well, now I can say I've been there, done that, and I don't have to do it again. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's no. funny. All right. Okay, thanks, Danica. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's just a road trip. It's like, ah, we got to get, we got to do something. See, seeing the big stuff, like, I'd like to go do that. Yeah. Like, I'd like to get in Denica's car and go see it. But, like, if I took my nieces, they would have zero interest. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't care. Because you would do the token, all. stand in front of it, take a photo, and you're like, isn't this cool? And they're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they just want to yeah. get back in the car and play their Switch. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, Margaret, hello. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, doing pretty good. Uh, you had a weird vacation spot, eh? Well, vacation spots, but our vacation experience was always a touch and go. It was all about the driving. Yeah. We never had reservations at campsites. We would sometimes go campsite to campsite in the dark. Yeah. And I went with Custer's last band as well. Oh, you did it? Um, nice. <laughs> yes. And you know what I remember? I remember looking across, and this may be in a false memory, looking across like a barbed wire fence yeah. at a desert field with grave markers yeah. just like you said yeah yeah there were and like the old yeah there were old tombstones and just like some like metal spikes too yeah and yeah. i think we would have gone to something like that because it wouldn't have there would have been no entry fee to it also yeah. oh 100%. my parents were cheap yeah did you and go we, into we, the tourist shop and not get anything <laughs> all the time all the time <laughs> And I would try to convince my mother. I would say, come on here. Come here. I want to just show you something. And she got savvy. No, I'm not going in there. And, and you know, all of that stuff. And if it was something my dad liked, sure, we're going to go fishing. Uh, there was never a beach day unless our campsite was on a beach. 
Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we shared yeah. the experience of Colonel Custer's last stand. <laughs> I, I mean, obviously, yeah. both of your dads were into it. I'm going to guess. I don't right? know. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I, have, I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah. What an experience, Margaret. <laughs> Thanks yeah, for sharing yeah. that. Have a good one, you guys. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, see? Shared memories, Margaret. Oh, there it is. Yeah. I put a picture up on the app, too, of the uh, trading post where uh, it's right by the battlefield there. They have a nice cafe in there. They got a little like museum-type thing. Trinkets that you can buy. We didn't get any trinkets, but that's where I ate beaver. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice it's little that, place. You know, like it's nice. It's still operating. They're posting their daily specials on Facebook. Do they have the soup that you ate? The beaver soup? Uh, I think so. It, it looks like it's, uh, you know, let me find their Facebook page again. Uh, it looks like it's probably beaver soup. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here says, hey, Crash, we didn't go on long road trips. But for our holidays, uh, when we were younger, uh, my dad would find something big going on in the city, like a shooting where there'd be a lot of police. Oh, oh, my God. He would want to drive right through the chaos. My mom was having a crazy fit every time we did this. But we wanted to go look at all the pretty lights when we were little. Ha ha ha. Wow. So he drove you straight into a crime. I'm going to say he got his hands on a police scanner. That's what he did. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, there's something going down. Yeah. And then he took the yeah. kids. <laughs> to an active crime scene. Went out of luck. Uh, oh. I put a picture of that tasty soup I on the see app, it. too. Yeah, it looks mm. good there. Yeah, it was a surprise because you start eating it. And I remember them being like, it's beaver. I don't know. Maybe they were joking. I don't know. But we ate it. Yeah. It, I mean, it looks like soup. It looks like a. a it looks good like old, a minestrone is what yeah, it looks like. Minestrone with a clump with of a weird clump meat. With a clump of weird there. meat. <laughs> 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 this text here, um, this text here, five six seven eight nine says. Melissa says, I thought it wasn't going to be cool, but it was. We went to Florida when I was fourteen, and we mm. went to a bunch of places. Yeah. My dad wanted to go to NASA. We went there for a day. It sounds weird, but I actually really liked it. Well, that'd well be cool. yeah, that'd be NASA. Awesome. Has anyone been to the gates of Disney, uh, Disneyland? And never oh, yeah, went you went in? to the gates. That's we right. Not, they let yeah. you look in. We looked in. We held on to the gates. Yeah, you looked in. Wonderful families walk all the way through. Yeah. Pay their admission and go ride. But we hung on to the gates and looked in. And looked in. Anyone do that? That's a fun trip. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> it's also random. It was. Just, oh, yeah, look, just, just a random stop, hey? Because we could say we've been there. Yeah. Right? I saw the most magical place in the world. Yeah, I saw it in the distance. Yeah. I could hear the cheers and screams of children and families. Here's another one, Crash. It says, Crash, you're not alone. Mm. I got dragged to Custer's last stand. <laughs> so many people went. So many went people there. went as kids. And like they're like, they don't care. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we got to go into some caves in a park. Oh, fun. We didn't do any caves. I also got dragged to where all the presidents are in that mountain at Rushmore. Mm. And we were so far away. Yeah. My dad stood and stared at it for 45 minutes. We just kicked rocks. Oh. Well, because as a kid, like, it when sucks. We, talk, we talked about that yesterday. It's You're so far from it, you can't even really see it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you need a good zoom on your camera. Yeah. yeah. That's a rando spot yeah. to take kids a car full of kids. Not enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> Want to join the show live? Live. Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.